Brewcast. I'm the Gnarly Gnome. Uh, welcome back. Welcome if it's not back for you. If this is your first time. Uh, we talk about beer. We talk about Cincinnati beer. We drink Cincinnati beer. We drink beer that's not from Cincinnati. Um, what? What? What did the, the hand signals mean? I said none of this is from Cincinnati. I was gonna say yeah, most of it is. Technically, Sam Adams, I guess. Would yeah. Be. yeah. Oh, Sam I forgot Adams. you had that cask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wooden, yeah. wooden yeah. cask, it's which new, is which is Newport. Newport, so, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still yeah. kind of counts, right? In the area. Well, it, we'll talk about Cincinnati at least, even if well, maybe we'll grab something else from Cincinnati just to kind of even it out and and make the show actually Cincy Brewcast. I was just being a pain because that's how I am. But it, we always talked when Valid. we started the show. We'll we'll introduce everybody in just a second. We, when we started the show, we said that it was going to be like mainly Cincinnati, and we would kind of branch out into other stuff every once in a while. And we've been doing a lot of Cincinnati stuff, so I guess it's time to do a show where we branch out. Plus, Sam Adams sent us some free beer, so we're going to drink it and then. Uh, a couple of us had some wicked weed laying around that we decided we needed to destroy in our bellies. <laughs> because I'm not Before dump- it goes downhill. I'm not, I'm not right. <laughs> I'll drink it. Yeah. I even put my little wicked weed growler up there um, so that people can see it on the camera. All right. Uh, what, what, what's going on with it. wicked weed? I, I haven't heard it. <laughs> well, I don't know. Everyone keeps talking about weed lately, so I have no we idea. We'll definitely get to that. I haven't heard Does that mean it's good weed that. or is there good weed going around so, wicked? Something like that. <laughs> Let's start yes. around the table, starting with you, Amy, and everybody just kind of introduce yourself so people can hear your voice and know who you are. Um, there's a couple very feminine voices here, so people need yeah, to Yeah, I was going to yeah. I was at first going to say, like, I'll be the girl voice, but then I remembered, like, Justin's here, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm Amy. I, uh... I was at you're, you're, you're at Cappy's I yeah. was at Jungle Gyms Now I'm at Cappy's So you guys might know me From uh, both places Might know me from My drug videos Because let's face it I'm not good <laughs> <laughs> You're a chug celebrity Whatever man is, is right. that a thing? Chug celebrity. Chug celebrity. Yeah it's a beer celebrity. That's a good one <laughs> You're a beer celebrity In Cincinnati For your chugs man I just yeah. feel like There's so many other things That I could be doing Like you know, I can't dress in costume because Larry's already got that down. I, <laughs> I can't just make it interesting. You know, that's yeah, fun. There's uh, a lot of stuff I can't do. Go ahead, Jay. Oh, uh, I'm Justin. Uh, I'm from Fibonacci Brewing and also uh, soon to be Swine City Brewing. Technically, I'm there now, but uh, we're still opening up, and uh, I will be the brewer there. Um, and I was, I've had like 12 other beer jobs in the area. So you've probably seen me somewhere in town. I also sound like a 15 year old. So <laughs> I think that you're going to eventually have the record for a beer that's been brewed at the most breweries. And yeah, that's what I'm going for. Yeah. I'm already on two going on three. Mm-hmm. So with the, I think uh, it might be a Avis right now at, at uh, Fibonacci. Yeah. Even is, though it, is it on right now? It actually blew, mm. I think last Friday. I heard a rumor it might be coming back though as some kind of really fun competition kind of thing. Yeah. Where we get to all vote. There's so there we're getting all off topic here, but okay. Fibonacci's doing like an employee collaboration series where all the employees get to collaborate on a beer and then yeah. um, brew it and in yeah. theory there's gonna be yeah. some kind of an event where they brew them all. Yeah, we all we're gonna them. all have them 
Bob's holding a keg of each back, so... So, um, Justin brought some beers today to uh, to bribe all of us to come vote for him, so... Yeah. So far, you're winning. <laughs> Sweet! <laughs> I'm not voting for you. That's fine. Yeah, I wish I could to. vote for you, but... Uh, I feel like that'd yeah. be bias. Yeah, I mean... I got a couple of my guys actually uh, working over there. Jenny just brewed her first beer. That's yeah. right. With Fibonacci, so... English mild, I think? Yeah, excited about it. Tea? Yeah, with yeah. a little tea. Yeah. So, I'm pumped for that one, actually. Yeah. Well, I think Chris threatened my life if I didn't vote for his. Well, he could probably life. kill you, so... <laughs> oh, well, now I feel worried. bad. Like, no one's voting for you now. I feel like <laughs> I know, I've right? got to yeah. vote for you. No I mean, one is. It's all complicated. My life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to vote for me. Yeah. Well, I'm Mike. I'm from the uh, Cincy Brew Bus and Cincy Wine Wagon, um, and we do local craft brewery tours here in Cincinnati and um, other fun. And you have been on stuff. the show very briefly. Yeah, I, yeah. I snagged you for uh, <laughs> contest at uh, where the hell were we? Um, uh, that was Braxton for their. Was it all the? Um, was it the uh, the big sis night? The big sis night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then your brother was on the show um, when we did the uh, brewcast from the brew bus, which was one yeah. of the craziest days <laughs> we've ever done. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Thanks for uh, putting that together. You know, I know our guests had a good time too. So it was it was an interesting kind of show. We did so we did a whole show that was a mobile show, like everything was battery powered so we could kind of carry it around with us on the bus and and we recorded on the bus and recorded in each tap room as we stopped and it was it was crazy it was a yeah. lot of packing things up and hauling it around that was when <laughs> i scaled down our setup <laughs> nice. <laughs> sounds a little hectic but well um i mean we'll we'll talk more at, at some point about kind of what you guys are doing and what you're up to and 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 kind of the the everybody's futures because everybody's got some big things that are kind of you know, just starting or or you know happening dude or i'm proud of us <laughs> right <laughs> like, we've known all of us have known each other for so long like all of us yeah. yep it's just crazy to see everything happening for everybody right now yeah. it's kind of weird we're all connected like through fairfield in some way yeah yeah, yeah. and and beer and yeah. well and beer <laughs> obviously yeah. but yeah obviously beer but uh you know we've all known each other um for, for quite some time now and whether yeah. it's jungle gyms or right. fibonacci or you know or your school. brother yeah my brother <laughs> yeah. <and everything> else. <laughs> yeah me and your uh, brother were like inseparable yeah yeah so it that yeah it's cool I, when he told me that you guys were going to be here i was like yes it's awesome <laughs> Sweet. those like are good those stars. are good folks not just uh good beer people just good people so yeah it, it it all kind of just happened, you know, right for the show. You know, I've been trying to get Andy on for a while, and Justin been trying to get you on for a while, and then I was going to do the show just with you, and I'm like, you know what? This is this would be a good time to kind of make it all, and then it just it yeah. Happened. So, um, let's well, drink thanks. some beer. Let's, let's let's drink some beer. This is um, my favorite part of the show. From the beer fridge, and it is from the beer fridge tonight. Since we're not in a tap room, it's straight from my beer fridge. <laughs> um, so we're, like I mentioned, Sam Adams sent us a beer. So um, we're drinking through the long shot variety pack. And I don't know if you guys have tried any of these yet. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead and start. I don't think so. Here. Are they all the same? Or? Uh, no, these are three different ones. Cool. Um, I don't know which But I have a couple bottles of each, so don't. If you like something, don't feel like you can't. Dude, even if this beer sucks, I love the label. Like. Um, so this is the the wild child, which is supposedly a wild ale with apricots or apricot concentrate. Um, how much are you doing? How much you want? I said I got extra bottles, so um, knock oh. yourself out. I mean, we have a ton of beer to drink, so let me pull up my long shot notes. Good. Yeah, you'll really have to twist this group's arm. <laughs> so, beers. That's I'm starting with the the. This is the brainstorm. Oh, this is the wild, wild child. child. Yeah. Um, that's the saison. 
size on whatever yeah. it Good luck yeah, not getting them mixed up too once yeah, you get them off where there's this table is pure chaos. Okay, should we just like do a little flight? Yeah. There you go. That's this is the wild child. I have that one already. Okay. Yeah. And then there's right. one more on this. Okay, that's definitely Saison. Saison. Yeah. yeah, this one here. Good thing about us, we won't get them messed Coffee up. Head, we should Imperial know right. enough. I just I need that one. I need the Saison and the Porter. There's that. This one? The coffee yet? Oh no, no you've got I need that. that one. Wait, are there, th- how many are there? Are there three? three? Three. Okay, cool. Well, I know which ones are which. I just want to chuck this bottle across the room since I don't have anywhere to put it. Might as well. Be funny. <laughs> it's your house. You can yeah, do whatever you want. Yeah, let's do it. Except the baby yeah, would cry. Dude, that baby is so cute. Yeah, good good work on that one, buddy. Yeah. Congratulations. I that one still. Yeah, I was telling Brandy, I have a tendency when babies aren't so cute, I just compliment their outfits. Oh, I like your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I actually say your baby's cute, so it's real. Your baby is cute. She's, she's adorable, but I'm biased too, so. I say that to people all the time. I'm like, is my kid really like cute, or do I just think my kid's cute? Well, nobody's going to. I tell them, I like, tell me There's the truth. There's gotta be somebody out Tell there. me the yeah. truth. My sister would tell me if I had an ugly kid. I think that's the only person. <laughs> I feel like I have a couple of like mean friends that would tell me like, no, you, you just. She's got she's a great cute. personality. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's nice got shirt. red hair. So like I could see her for miles. Like she, She's really loud. So you probably wouldn't lose her in a crowd. That's good. Hey, my kid's literally a genius. So even if she was ugly, they could say like, your kid's really smart. And be like, you know, that's true. At what point does your kid like get smarter than you then i like, guess are you already there well, i know mine <laughs> happened when she turned seven so that terrifies yeah. me to think about like, she's daughter being able to she is a me. firecracker i have yeah. a cat yeah they can get smart they're pretty smart yeah. that's that's kind of that's halfway a kid i mean yeah, yeah. I everybody uh, we're this is now parent talk on Cincy Brewcast. Everybody always <laughs> made this big deal before we had kids. Oh, you just don't understand. All you have is a dog, and you know that's not the same as being a parent. It it kind of is. Like it's especially when they're a baby like this. Like it's pretty much the same thing. You're oh, just yeah. like keeping them alive and stuff. Like right. It's, it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Right on. Oh, Mike, you know what I'll I told him? The one like advice that I have for him is when I found out that Brandy was pregnant. Don't let that kid watch Caillou. <laughs> yeah, no. Caillou was the little... worst thing that ever happened to me. Gosh. For, for like two think you years. both have given me that advice, if yeah. I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> we were at Nine Giant, and like, what was one of the owners yeah. of yeah, Nine Giant yeah, was Brian there, and we were too. talking about it too. He's like, she's right. That that, that oh, shows it's evil. Horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> Teach your kid to be a brat. <laughs> All right, let's drink beer, guys. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that good to it. Good to me. Um, Where are you going with yours? Uh, I'm doing the wild child first. I'll do that one. All right. It's it's down here on the floor. Well, there's one over here too. So, okay. Here's the other bottle if anybody wants to read it. Um, so this is um, Dwayne Wilson. He. Um, oh, good old Dwayne, huh? Although I thought it said where he was from on here, and it doesn't. Dwayne. It's ale with some apricot uh, juice concentrate. Yeah, I can taste the apricot. Yeah, it's got like a. It's got a little bit of the the saison flavoring to it, or like a like a Belgian flavoring to it. You know that wild. Oh yeah, big time. A little banana. <clears throat> I'm gonna adjust your mic here, Mike. Huh. <laughs> 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 
See, now your mic's like right where mine is. <laughs> Just like right at my nose. Yeah, I had an inferiority complex there for a minute. Thank you. So this kind of tastes kind of cidery to me. Uh, and I can see that. When, when it said that it was a, a wild ale, I got, you know, I get excited about that because I love that funky kind of flavor. And there's yeah. none of that going on. It's almost like a cider. Sweet, yeah. Straight laced, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's got a touch of the funk, but not much at all. It's more like a Belgian uh, wild fermented with some uh, fruit added. Not a whole lot of. Is it just my allergies? Maybe I don't it's smell a whole brood. lot. Like, is just not a whole lot of smell there. I think this was the most disappointing of the three for me. But five point seven percent. Their notes say that it is slightly sour with hints of clove, apricots, um, aroma of stone fruits. Yeah. What are stone fruits? Uh, fruits of stone. There I is. Don't know. Sto- I, I can't re- there is it's a it's a group of fruit and i don't ever know what i think like i think like plums and stuff like that fit into the stone fruit category mm. something like that i don't know like the harder fruits is I that why they call I, them stone fruits I don't know, maybe sure that sounds good They'll, somebody will correct us on facebook afterwards and yeah all that, but. i always thought it was just a like a certain fruit that was just you know really hard and didn't smell like much right you know, like a stone <laughs> just doesn't yeah, do a lot exactly yeah it's just so a fruit <laughs> with um with long shot i guess the way they judge the competition is just kind of straight up bjcp guidelines you know it's you're the best example that was entered of that style whatever that is i i guess i don't know how they pick which styles is this a national I, competition do they do it across the country yeah, or is it just regionally it or it's national and they do like um i think they do two home brewers and then one employee so somebody from sam adams always gets to do it too and they all the employees across the company kind of brew beers and interim and um i mean that's kind of cool though it's, it's yeah neat. it's neat it's neat i mean we've got a you know when we were talking earlier we got the alumni uh here in cincinnati and you know that's how a guy got to start with a starting a brewery that's pretty, pretty awesome stuff he's not yeah. listed in in their press release every year for, for long shot they put this big list of all of the winners that have gone pro and they never list him on there and i i'm always kind of curious so we're talking about jason roper rivertown and um I think it was kind of weird the way he won too. He won, but they couldn't put his beer in the six pack because it was it was a lambic or a Flanders or something like that. That yeah, and they, they weren't they really doing it at the time, and it was just so big it up. Yeah. It was it was a beer that yes, you can make as a home brewer, but to do it on that that big scale, it just didn't work. So he he won, but he I think they had to elect somebody else into the the six pack or something. So I don't do know. Do we know what year that was? Because name oh seven. Was it no? Yeah, I it, thought it was. Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah, it was 07, I think. 07, oh, 08. Okay. That's something like that. And then, and I then, thought it was earlier on than, than that. Um, you know, so, then, I mean, Rivertown started in 09, so yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was somewhere it was, in there. It had to be right area. before that. Um, the only reason I ask is because I feel like, you know, that style of beer really has gained some steam over the past couple of years. But at that point in time, I mean, I. Yeah, it wasn't ahead really, of its time. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. about that stuff, you know, until right. went to the Jungle Gym's <laughs> uh, Barrel Age Beer Fest and tried some of that, you know, sour beer. Dude, I told them at Jungle Gems, I already said, I was like, well, hope you don't hate me because I'm still going to all your festivals, so you're going to have to see my face. (laughs) You're still going to see Do you think it'll be more fun now, though, since you won't partially feel like you're still working? Maybe I mean, I feel like I got to, yeah, I mean, I got to, any of those kind of events, I kind of have to stay somewhat 
sober and make my rounds and kind of be professional. I mean, these oh, are my I'll customers. I'm going to see. I mean, but it. you guys have. You split it in half. I think besides. <laughs> <laughs> the first half, you kind of go around with a yeah. beer and you kind of talk to people. And then as soon as that second half hits, you just you cut loose and you. I think everyone besides Jason or besides <laughs> Justin, I think both of you guys have seen me there. I mean, let's face it. I do still have fun. I still party. But uh, uh, I, I, did, you're pretty rigid. You're pretty rigid. <laughs> I gotta, I, I gotta somewhat I keep it together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very Especially rigid. since I'm not allowed to go on those Keeneland trips anymore that Jungle Gyms puts on. You're not allowed to anymore. What happened? Did you punch a horse again? <laughs> I just, I just uh, got, again, I'm beyond, I got smashed. I just got absolutely. Yeah, yeah. My dad goes, I don't see what the big deal was. I've seen her worse before. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one, Cezanne. Right. At least that's what I went to. I, Made sense to me. Although I think this is kind of a seven. Is that, is that no good? That <laughs> was Amy. Is that just not your style or is it just. It's a- not my style. It's just. It's got like a. Almost like a pungence to it. That's a lot of pepper. A lot of spice to it. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of the coriander and. and Very uh, pronounced. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially right after. The um, the, the wild child. Yeah, I mean, and you yeah. guys know my taste enough to know like saisons just aren't my thing in general. Like, I'll try them. I can respect them for the style that they are, and I know how they should taste. It's just it's not my thing. Seven point eight percent. David Cusino is the guy's name. Um, he blends a soft malt character from white wheat with delicate floral notes from English hops and finishes crisp with a hint of pepper from Belgian yeast. There's not a hint of pepper. There is pepper. <laughs> There's a lot of pepper. <laughs> you should start a fine bucket um, for people who burp into the mic. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Do you know how much money I could That is the, that's brilliant. <laughs> I was actually going to say like that wasn't a sound effect. That was real life. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. That wasn't his keyboard. I look over mic like... <laughs> That's that's a common occurrence on this show. <laughs> that's why we keep these little foam guards on here. Yeah. You can just replace them every once in a while. The They're time. gonna hear me sniffling the whole time. I got allergies like crazy. Is that what it is? Yeah. Allergies. I did a show once um, with the flu. <laughs> How else would it be? Oh, I don't Jeez, know. that must be rough. <laughs> it was it was terrible. I didn't talk very much. That was when we had uh, three of us doing the show. So yeah. we kind of not have to just sit back, talk and... as much. But it was the um, the Moreline Logger House show. If anybody wants to go and hear what I sound like when I hit the flu. It was oh, miserable. Good stuff, huh? Good radio. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> High quality radio there. <laughs> Don't mind me. Oh, God, that's a good mirror. <laughs> I kind of like the Saison. You know, it's... There's some kind of, like, fruitiness there that I think I like. I don't know. It, um... Yeah. I like it better than the. <clears throat> yeah, I like how way. strong it is. I mean, it, you don't get too many that are that pronounced and strong. Yeah, you don't it's get different. a lot of pepper flavor yeah. out of many yeah. saisons. Maybe yeah. I wish I had more carbonation. Maybe that's what it's missing for me. It, hmm. it seemed fine when I was. No, I mean it's point. it's fine, but I think that might kind of break some of that flavor up too, kind of at the end, and kind of help it. I don't know. Cleaner. Mine is really dry and carbonated. I don't know if it different part of the bottle or a different bottle, but. Um, especially on the front end, it, it kind of mellows out towards the back, but it's good, good stuff. 
Now, do we know who won already uh, in this competition? These, these they are all winners. Yeah, I think oh, they okay. all okay. It's, they all they do a style type yeah, winner, yeah, yeah. and then okay, okay. But I, I, I don't know how they choose the the whole six pack though. I don't. That's that's the thing that's weird. Like I I can see how they pick a winner of each style that people enter in, yeah. but then from that I don't know how they get. I do my job. Three of <laughs> the best styles to yeah. put in the six packs. So I don't. Do they put two of each in the six packs? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I thought they just put one of each, like. Then six that would be a styles. three pot, a three pack. Well, Not if one of six winners. Different, yeah, six winners of you know one of each. I, I like how uh, <laughs> the local guys have adopted this here. You know, I, I know Rheingeist and um, uh, I know Woodburn and um, I'm trying to think who else has done like Listerman. Home- Listerman just yeah. did one too. L- yep, they did yeah. the uh, the hazy uh, IPA one. Yeah. Um, I love that. I love that they're getting the home brewing community involved. Rivertown's always had a you know a, a good. At least they've hosted events. Yeah, they usually um, host events. At least they. Yeah, they yeah. That's what do. Stone Shokavesa originally was. Like that's why their first year was the best year that they ever did. Uh, that's one of the best beers I've ever had in my life. The first year of Stone Shokavesa hasn't been the same since. But it that was, was originally that was a, a home brewer. brewer. Yeah. Okay. Really? If you won a home brewing contest, he, then you does he still get some kind of like I don't, loyalty? Because I don't think so. I think maybe crazy. they. They, right. prob- they have ice cream that pairs <laughs> with it now, and all kinds. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna look into that. They probably it's probably some like thing in the contract where if we decide to brew it yeah. after this, yeah. then you're giving us the recipe, which is which thing. is kind of bullshit. I mean, it's like I'd be kind of. I mad. don't know that that's <laughs> what it is. It's, I mean, that's just what I would assume. As big as Stone right. is, yeah. well, I, I always think like when when breweries do collaborations, and then a couple years later they re-release the beer and then don't have the other brewery's name on it. Like that drives me absolutely crazy. Like even if the other brewery doesn't get anything from that, which. Maybe they shouldn't since it's added, you know, they're, they're the ones putting out the money, but, um, like just for that recognition alone, just somebody, you know, if you're a home brewer and you're brewing something, you came up with a Vesa, you know, just to have your name on that. So yeah. if you ever wanted to do your own thing or something, you could say, oh, well, look, this is, you know, this is my beer. Go, oh yeah, sure it is. You know, whatever. Whatever, yeah. whatever Frank. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one is the coffee porter. Um, and this was the Wrong employee um, winner. Graham Johnson was the guy's name. 7% uh, Imperial Stout, aged on coffee beans and cocoa nibs, mm. imparting aromas of coffee, chocolate, hints of raisin. This decadent stout has a full-bodied mouthfeel filled with dark chocolate, espresso, raisin flavor, as well as hints of plum and tobacco, while finishing clean with a lingering sweetness. That is a mouthful. So, is it a stout or a porter? Uh, it's a stout. I called it a porter. That uh. was wrong. You know what else is a How mouthful? I was going to say. These what nuts. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. We're going there. Right out of the gate, huh? <coughs> going with the these nuts jokes. <laughs> I like this one. There's a lot of chocolate, which I don't always like, but it's good. Yeah, yeah a lot of roast. I don't, yeah. I, I didn't get a ton of the coffee. I think the chocolate almost uh, yeah, chocolate. overwhelms it yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I'll give them to him. Yeah, that's good. I don't, well, I don't now was this guy reason. out of Cincinnati's location? No, or? he was out of the. Um, uh, it's not here. It's um. They've got a few. Sh- I don't know where all the shops are. Mar- Marblehead, Massachusetts, okay. or something like that. I think is that is there one, one of the breweries? Is? I don't know. Where I always thought they at. had two. Um, they have like. Do what? Three or four. Uh, yeah, or something. I, I just Boston know that they, they always say that Cincinnati's is the biggest. Cincinnati was like their first, and it was the biggest. I think one of like the Pittsburgh one or something. Well, they built. Now. I mean, they, he bought Cincinnati in '96, so and, and they started the brewery in '84. Right. So I think 
you know, I, I know he's, you know, was doing it contract for a while. And then um, I, I don't know, you know, if Cincinnati was like the first purchase they made or, or what, but it's, well, it's massive. I think they do like 2 million barrels out of there a year, it's, which is incredible. It, it when um, I think they bought like there's little nano setup in Boston first, technically. Gotcha. But it's a real small setup. That's what everybody it's, says. It's not set up to actually do anything other than just some fun little taproom exclusives, which would be really fun here in Cincinnati, by the way. Um, so Sam Adams, if you're listening, we want a taproom in Cincinnati. It's Please. funny when like people are asking like, Please. what do you have on tap that's local? I'll like go through them, and when I get to Sam Adams, I'm like technically this yeah. is local yeah. I, i'm pretty sure most of the stuff that we're going to get is going to be made here i don't know necessarily all of it is i know all the barrel aid stuff comes <coughs> from here that, that their barrel room is cincinnati they don't do that anywhere else somebody will again correct me on that well no you know technically you talk well, what about yeah i was gonna Boston. say <laughs> um, <laughs> but is, I, I think most of like they're they're like the those big like bottles that kind of look like little um little barrels you know they look like little fooders fooders however you pronounce it oh yeah which um, ones you know, you know what i'm talking about yeah i, I don't the, know what the, the old world it's yeah, like the old, the old world series. all of those are definitely from here oh I don't know yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. Talking about. yeah like the it, stony uh, they got the stony brook red the um it's a 13 something but it but it looks it's a bottle it's a different looking world bottle. yeah it's, it looks, uh, like it looks, a looks like a fooder with, with a, a big neck on it yeah yeah i'm sorry i gotta google this because i have no idea what you're talking about all right well while you're googling we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna keep drinking beer but let's we're gonna talk to kind of um, I don't know. I heard something about Wicked Weed, Lagunitas, some kind of stuff. We need to kind of touch on that since we've got Wicked Weed to drink. Um, and since, you know. What, what's their beer called that's but, like that? <laughs> Stony Brook Red. We'll be right back. Since the podcast, <laughs> the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi, Mike Cisneros here with a word about Brewhouse Dog Bones. By now, craft beer fans all over Cincy know the distinctive brown paper sack with a big red bone. You've seen it in great breweries like Mount Carmel, Listerman, Weingeist, 8 Ball, Braxton, and Bones. At just five bucks a bag, you know you can't find a more healthful or delicious treat for your best friend made from spent brewery grains, organic eggs, peanut butter, and brown rice flour. No, that's cool. Did you know that Brewhouse Dog Bones is an educational program for developmentally disabled teens and young adults? It's available through the New Richmond, Cincinnati yeah, Public, Fort Thomas Public, Sycamore, Oak Hills, and many more school districts across Southwest Ohio and Northern Kentucky. For more information on where yeah. to find Brewhouse Dog Bones, or how to get your <laughs> developmentally disabled loved one or your school district involved in the Brewhouse Dog Bones program, contact Lisa Graham at area code 513-520-0310 or visit www.brewhousedogbones.com. Give your dog the craft experience with Brewhouse dog bones. Um, I look at I look at okay. the Bud Light drinkers oh, out there. The, you know, yeah, the yeah. They're all out there, and, and they don't know any better yet, but they will. You don't you don't ever hear somebody say, "Yeah, I used to drink that craft crap." But I, <laughs> I went back to my Bud Light. You don't hear that, do you? You are listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi fans, I'm going to tell you about the new apparel supplier to Cincy Brewcast, Pasteur Screen Print. Mario Pasteura has built his family business with the craft beer movement in mind. They've done custom items for Old Firehouse, oh, I, Listerman, I really and enjoyed more. this one. Screen printing to embroidery, yeah, Pasteura really Screen Print has the answers for your custom brought, apparel yeah. and marketing needs. 
contact Mario or any of the pros at Pasteur Screen Print at 513-550-2271 by email at P-A-S-T-U-R-A at gmail.com and soon at www.pasteurascreenprint.com The craft of custom apparel is Pasteur Screen Print. Back of the chest. Because I don't know if you guys ever do that, but a baby, if you pat them, I feel like on the front, way better than if you pat them on the back. Yeah. We're back. Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. You just missed a really great um, burping conversation about how to burp a baby. That's my life now. <laughs> well, it's because I still burp myself like that, like I burp a baby. That's <laughs> yeah, because Amy was burping herself during the commercial. Um, I, I don't know how this stuff happens on this show. I don't know what. what, what <laughs> Look I, at the people that are here. It's right weird. Now. That's very true. What am I doing? Like, I try to justify this to Brandy. All that's my wife, Brandy. I, we're not supposed to use actual names since you know we're this anonymous family or something. I don't know. Um, but you don't. I, I always try to justify this to her. But oh no, and it's kind of like it's it's work. You know, I'm trying to do this. We're trying to. No, we're sitting down in the basement of my house, drinking beer, talking about burping ourselves, and and I, I don't know. I, yeah, as my in-laws watch my children. Um, uh, this is serious talk, guys. I'm just uh, throwing that out there. This is big, big time. <laughs> this is, okay, this is important <laughs> stuff. Yeah, this, this is, is serious. Work. Yeah, this is, uh, this work. is work. I'm right working. Now. We, we told are, the kids got to go to work. We're furthering the craft beer community right now. That's right. Um, we should have been pouring beers during the commercial too, but we didn't. True. Um, <sighs> we suck. Damn it. I think my mom's watching too. So awesome. Hi, mom. <laughs> Hi, mom. My mom is not watching. Somebody else opened that one too. Don't make me do everything, but you don't know how to open a beer anymore? Well, since I'm the woman, it's I guess I week. gotta do everything. <laughs> so we um we're drinking some wicked weed because I like this glass. That's my favorite. Yeah, I'm I'm just reusing glasses because we have right all of now. my tasters sitting out here right now. Um Wicked weed, wicked weed. Wait, which one are we doing first? Uh, wicked weed. Uh, we're just, you, we're just this pouring is, uh, them both, I guess. You made this is me wicked so weed, sad, wicked weed. Medora. It's American sour ale fermented with blackberries and raspberries. Sounds pretty amazing. And then we've also got right. the, the Montmoretto. Raspberries. Which, um, we were talking to the guys at Urban Artifact a couple weeks ago before their um, anniversary party. And anytime I get my hands on Montmoretto, I, I give it to Brett because it's was at that time one of his favorite beers of all time and i really <laughs> would be curious to talk to him now and be like is that still the same because yeah it's I, gotta hurt for something yeah. that uh especially those yeah. guys man who, <laughs> their business is so you know geared towards that funkatorium style business right. that those guys had so it, it's got to sting um mike you missed a pour there somehow. Oh, okay i think that one, I don't, yeah i don't, yeah. I don't know um, hogging the beers I'm not really. I don't. I don't think here is hogging. When we, when Mike was still around, and you know, our Mike's a snare. It's not not this Mike. He's still here. Thank you. Range still here. (laughs) Appreciate that. (laughs) When still uh, here. And and Tina was was more active in the show when when we were in studio. If you're watching this, I love you, Tini. I don't think she watches the show, which (laughs) drives me crazy. But um, never know. We that was part of her job was that anytime we needed a beer, she would go and she grab all the tasters and get all the beer poured for us, and it made everything so much easier. Dude, she's doing so great right now. She is. Yeah. 
video archive being there now and she's still at overlook lodge like a day or two she's killing it hopefully it's well i shouldn't say anything but hopefully in sometime in the the future there may be some kind of cocktail stuff happening with a different show that might be existing in the future so um we'll probably hear a lot more from tina that was so ambiguous (laughs) (laughs) well i'm trying not to i'm trying not something that maybe possibly could happen if it should happen maybe possibly down the line in the future don't know how long in the future like, the thing about Cincy Brewcast is it consumes so much time making every show happen every single week. Oh, yeah. I have these other ideas for these other things that I want to happen, and it's like I know that I could do it, but I just don't know if I have the time to make it happen. And I can't do stuff half-assed, so maybe it'll happen but I'm not promising anything, but keep your eyes open. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I think we all have that in our lives too. It's, it drives, so. it drives oh, yeah. me We can completely yeah. relate. Yeah. 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 Okay. So which one are we drinking first? Let's do this one. Is that the Montmartre? That's the, the Montmartre. Mont- 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 yeah. Um, I've never really had much Wicked Weed, so. Uh, I, so oh, I've, I think it. I've had Red Angel one time ever, Ooh. like two years ago. No, I've never the, had Red Angel. At the share on... Saturday, Listerman, I brought Black Angel. Didn't you have that? I don't think so. God, it is good. I don't remember. <laughs> I think I think I gave you some Black Angel. I, there, it was basically just me holding out a glass and just like standing there <laughs> talking to someone while something... Oh, there's, there's beer in my glass again. This tastes like a beautiful amaretto cherry kind of... Yeah. Almond. You get the almond. Yeah. You get a lot. You get a lot of different flavors. It's good. My head isn't spinning in circles either and... You know, blood's not coming out of my eyes. It's <laughs> yeah. really good. Yeah, you just wait till till it starts coming out of the uh, AB InBev factories, yeah. and then yeah, and then all of a sudden, instant death. All, all hell just breaks loose. Insides so turn I out. I literally <laughs> wanted to cry when I heard that. When I think that there were a lot of people that felt that, and I'm I'm curious to why it's hit everybody so much harder now. Is it? Is it just because it's Wicked Weed and so many people love what they're doing and they're doing some really fun stuff? Is it just timing and now all of a sudden it's finally hit that breaking point for craft beer fans where it's like, you know what, we're, we're sick of this. It's, it, we're finally putting our foot down and saying what we think about it. Like, what do you guys... I think the consumer's more educated now into what's going on in, in that realm of things. You know, more and more people are like, whoa, you know... This, this craft beer um, is not made by a craft brewery. I, I think that's what's happening. And so, uh, but this one in particular, I think hits home because there's so many people, especially around here, that just love Asheville. And Asheville is this uh, just local universe when you go there. And so with when they take that out, and that's kind of the heart. Wicked Weed was always kind of seen as the heart of that brewing that's, scene. Or the maybe not the heart, but just, just the biggest, most successful one besides, you know, Sierra and those guys um but you you walk downtown Asheville. there's not chains you know you right there's not an applebee's there's not a you know cvs there's not a walmart you know it's it still feels like a like a real genuine small town with these mom and pop places and wicked weed yeah felt like one of those. i feel like they were they were just still such babies i feel like they had like so far still to go before they felt the need to be able to quote unquote sell out before they needed to before they to. needed to i mean i wouldn't even say that they were at their peak because i feel like they had just so much further to go they they weren't they're not that old what what are they like five, five, five years, years. Um, yeah they're five years old like why this early it's not like you're a uh, lagunitas that's been around forever or 
somebody like that just like you're already all over the place they hardly even had distribution wait till you're a little bit further if you need to go that extra mile after that then sell out if you have to they were just they still had so much further to go by themselves and now i personally worry about the quality because when you're doing the mass production like that your quality has to go down not will it will it not it has to because you cannot specifically focus on each batch that you're doing if you're producing nationwide worldwide it's just not possible so the quality literally has to go down when it just it, it, it to my i wouldn't say it's going to definitely it to. but it might it, the, the question i always ask people when i sit down people that, that are starting breweries in cincinnati or even some of the more established guys when i get a chance to sit down is you know how big is too big for you because there there is that that thing in everybody's head of of <clears throat> this is too big and, and you get very different answers from different places you know either you know madry has always been very explicit in saying you know we want to be a regional brewery but we want to only be a regional brewery you know this this little pocket of states here is what we want we we don't want our beer in california we don't want to be in maine we don't want to be in florida because that's too big if you know five years down the road if you see them making some kind of move where you see that then you start to question it and i don't know that wicked weed has ever said anything like that where we want to only be this actually they did when they first came out because i read an article about it. i think somebody posted on like craft beer club or something like that where they said that their whole point for doing a brewery one well not their whole point one of their points is to stick it to the man or something like that like i might be paraphrasing but well, i still think know, they want to stick it to the man but it's just the wrong you can't man stick now it to the man <laughs> right. if you're, yeah, they could be talking about donald trump down. you never know who knows the the quote maybe they were cool with ab and the quote from the the press release um, like bend over that's what they're on they said this is an exciting time for the entire brewing team said co-founder walt dickson dickson dickinson um oh that was a slip right dickson. there our ability to, to create a wide wide range of really well executed beers that are focused on creativity quality and drinkability is what makes wicked weed great we have chosen to partner with the high end which drives me crazy that that's what they call it to position ourselves to make wicked weed what we imagined it could be when we first set when we first sat at a craft beer bar and talked about opening a brewery as a brewer giving our team more resources to continue innovating our portfolio the ability to reach more craft drinkers yada da 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 it's that same line of bullshit that you hear every single time this is what this is what that's what i think yeah i mean i i understand um you know as a business owner why they may want to do that you know it's probably a pretty lucrative position for those guys to build this business and do it um you know to and i mean they're probably gonna feed their family for the rest of their lives put right. their kids through college and 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 all that stuff so that's a that's a hard thing to say that you they would, already you, come from family money yeah but that's a hard thing to say that you would or wouldn't do if you were approached with a, a big fat sack of cash but that's that's a great question to sit down and like play within your head of, of why are you starting a business why why are you doing this right right is it because you at some point want to retire and and be comfortable and be able to just feed your family and not have to go to work every day um mike you're a business owner you you should weigh in on that like what what if how how long have you been around uh we're in our fourth year now that's what i was saying in like three four years 
year from now, some big conglomerate wants to come up and buy you. They think that the tours is a great idea, something like that. What would you think? What would I, you think? I, I, it would depend, you know, it would really depend on what position it would put my family in at the end of the day. You know, it would depend on what their, you know, deal would be. I mean, there's so many facets and so many different layers to that question that there would be no way for me to sit here and say, oh, no, definitely not. We would, I mean, I'm not that guy. I'm not the college football coach. Oh, I'm definitely not uh, going to the Miami Dolphins. And then two weeks later, he goes to the Miami <laughs> Dolphins. You know, I'm not the wicked weed guys like, oh, we hate ABM InBev. And then all of a sudden we sell out the next week i'm not that guy i mean i have to you have to be real you have to be realistic with you know if you are presented with something that is literally too good to refuse you've got to consider it at least um for the betterment of your position in life um whether or not that's the case here at wicked weed it doesn't really matter you know what matters is each individual has a decision to make at that point in time and a lot of times these guys aren't just individuals i mean i'm just an individual business owner so i can make that decision i mean they've got to go to other people right. and other and they've got shareholders to kind of uh you know uh, look at and say okay these guys invested 10 million dollars in the onset of us are are built out of this business or a million or whatever it is and this is their opportunity to really cash in they believed in us we have an opportunity to give back to them i mean there's just a lot of facets and and, and craft beer people don't, they don't want to hear you know that money might actually drive that but it it at the end of the day it does and it, yeah. it does also you know locally like there are there is a lot of money backing a lot of of breweries in cincinnati and right it is investor money it is people who want at some point to see a return on that somehow right now i know that a lot of our local breweries have set it up to where they have the first you know option to to buy out an investor if they if their investor wants out and wants a return they have that first option and if they can get together the capital somehow to do it then they can and, and then maintain that ownership how do you get that money? That's the thing. It's like when you're a brewery and every dime is being pumped into expanding and new tanks and canning lines and centrifuges and all this crap, there's not a lot of just money sitting around unless you're ABMF. You right, know, it's right, just, right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's venture capital or things like that that are coming in to give you an influx of money to do whatever it is you want to do. And I, I don't know. I'm, I'm so torn on it. Like I, I get it from that, 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 personal kind of level like if you're starting something yes it would be nice to have that payoff i guess yeah you know yeah, but yeah. at the same time i'm a guy who if i'm starting something the, the things that i have started it's not because it's about the almighty dollar at the right. end of the day as long as i can pay my bills keep food on my table keep my family happy that's all i need I don't need some big buyout to make it so I don't have to work, you know? No, no. I, I mean, I, I definitely understand like jungle. I was there for three years. I felt like I kind of went as far as I could go while I was there. Um, Cappy's came along and, and Cappy wasn't even the reason I left. I left for other reasons, but I've had many a customers say, you know, if they offered you, you know, a million dollars to come back, would you come back and work there? I'm like, absolutely not. It's just, it's not about the money for me. I was making amazing money there. Um, it's just, I went as far as my career could go. And right. with going as far as my career can go, I wasn't going to get any happier. If anything, I was going to get 
more upset. I was going to hate my job even more. I was going to hate my life even more because I'm not doing something that makes me happy anymore. I had to go on to something that was going to make me happy. And I feel like I made the right decision. I mean, only time will tell, but already, like, I, I just felt so much better getting out of a situation where I didn't feel like there was any place else to go. There, there comes a point where you have to feel good about those decisions, too. Like, if, if you needed to leave Jungle Gyms and um, Bob's Toyota dealership down the street said, hey, we've got this opening for a receptionist. It's funny you say that. Like, my least favorite customer's <laughs> name was Bob. It would be... Well, yeah. one of my boss's name is Bob. <laughs> it would be... <laughs> A, a really great pay raise for yeah, you and we give you whatever benefits you need it's and stuff but you don't want to sit at some desk in a car dealership you know answering phone calls or yeah. something you're not being true to, to to why you started in this career path to, to start out with you yeah. know and so there's there's something about that too of just that that why why do you exist why did all these people buy your beer to start out with why yeah. were we supporting you why yeah that's why it hurts for everybody is because we all were buying into some idea. It's not just about the, the beer. You said it perfectly. Yeah. But it's your, it's something else. That's, yeah. that's, you know, every time I talk about the whole eight ball closing thing, it's that it goes back to that same thing. It, it, I get it. I get why Ken Lewis would, would close eight ball and invest the money in the distillery. It makes sense, but it still hurts. It still pisses you off because you bought into this idea that somebody's believing in the same thing you're believing in. And, and they're not. And that right. tarnish was, hmm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you said it perfectly. Ooh. You got it. Yeah. 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 But it, the beer is good. <laughs> right. <laughs> the beer is delicious. Yeah. It doesn't they're, change it. I, I, I love I the guy. I don't want it to change. Well, I, lo I love it that, uh, you know, the people out there, because a lot of people that have been bought out, I mean, there was an article just recently this week that, you know, somebody anonymously went out and said hey this is what it's like now who knows you know it's anonymous so who knows but somebody went out and said you know hey we were bought out by ABM Bev and nothing has changed and we've got freedom and now we have you know it, our lives couldn't be better you know and so you've got that and um, then then at the same breath you've got the guy uh, you know on Twitter and Facebook like you know hey you just give me the give me the beer give me the, all their beer I'll drink all their beer all the stuff you want to throw away just just give it to me and and kind of disregards the other half of that argument which is you know there's a bigger picture here of what's going on in in the industry of what's what's being attempted to happen to the industry on a long on a long look right. i think the ceo of uh of um what was it comfort uh uh, creature comforts. creature comforts he yeah. wrote a he wrote a great article that went more into in depth into the uh the whole business aspect of things not just um you know the emotional aspect like the nuts and bolts of this thing and it said i love the the, the title of it was watch the hands not the cards because you know people are, are are saying hey well you know just drink what you like and i get that but you know and i understand that and I'm not here to tell anybody what they what they're supposed to drink or not drink, but there is something bigger going on here that people should probably watch, and and that's not just from the ideology that they can control the distribution networks and that kind of thing. It's an antitrust thing in in the United States government. They and, own forty three percent of the beer in the yeah, United States. Yeah, and and that's pretty crazy to think that there could be a company that big in one industry. And I think Jim Cook went on CNN and talked at length 
um, about those kinds of worries. Is like this is beer, so people are kind of just rubbing it off. Is it? Hey, this is just beer. Just let it go. But there's other political ramifications at stake here for the industry in the long run, not just right now. What's happening because now Wicked Weed is being bought out by. AB InBev. And it, it's not just about AB InBev, you know, the, the, the Lagunitas thing, too, where yeah. Lagunitas got 50% bought out, yep. you know, a couple years back yep. by Heineken. And it was worded as, you know, oh, this is just a strategic partnership. I'm going to keep half so that I can do things my way. And then and the other then. half. And then a couple years yeah. later, then there goes the other half and still trying to be spun there. Well, no, this is just so I can buy into it. Well, no, you didn't buy into anything. <laughs> right, right. No, and I think Quite Tony, the rest of the way. <laughs> and Tony, the owner there at Lagunitas, I mean, he's he's backed himself into a corner because he was so vehemently opposed to AB InBev in the, in the large yeah. conglo- conglomerate coming up. beer sucks. Yeah, one of I mean, that's one of their slogans, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, they, one of their guys almost went to jail for smoking pot at, a, uh, at one of their parties and uh, that's... That was like the changing of the organization, you know, and that's when they got serious about beer and, but they were still, they still had that rebellious nature and, and, and then he just totally sells out. I mean, right. it, you know, so it, it's, it's that whole thing that I was saying before. It's like, don't back yourself into a corner guys. I mean, you're going to lose some credibility there, but it's been interesting to me to see how, how heavy the hand has been towards the wicked weed folks and how sort of uh, nonchalant people have been towards, you know, some of these other big beer companies that have sold out like Lagunitas. You've mm-hmm. not heard a hair, hardly a whisper about Lagunitas. You've not heard hardly a whisper. Because the last yeah. year and a half, I feel like personally, Lagunitas have been killing it. Oh, yeah. Like the no, last year and a half, no, better than great. they have in years past. No, I mean, the beers the are going to suck. again yesterday. The, <laughs> I don't I mean, buy that's that. a little bit deaf. That's a little bit different. I mean, Waldo's and. The Waldo's you know, was amazing, but it's not the same person have. that bought them out either. Well, I mean, still, it's they're they're bought. And Lagunitas was already used to doing, you know, more, you know, cross country brewing. They're used to doing big batches. I mean, Wicked Weed's not used to doing that kind of stuff. I feel like it's two completely different things. I don't think you can compare one to the other. I think what bothers me so much is just that cheetahs to gorillas. I mean, they're. What? Okay. <laughs> sure. No, no, apples and oranges. It's <laughs> the first thing that came Cheetos to mind. Peepees <laughs> uh, and poopoos. It, 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 it bothers me that so Those many. Those are comparable. Like, yeah. yeah, I guess. You're right. So many like normal craft beer drinkers or new craft beer drinkers just don't know who right. owns their beer you know right. there's uh, there were there's plenty of people that you know just looking at all this blow up with the wicked weed and people throw out breckenridge or something like oh i didn't know that they they even own that you know and it's like how does this stuff fall through the cracks and at what point is it going to start getting scary all the things that are you know you walk do into you find a, it in kroger but <laughs> do you, when you when you walk into like a a, a b-dubs or whatever it is and you look at the taps and it's all big beer but it doesn't look like big beer and it, it, it yeah. it's tricking people into they thinking the, something the, the, the Justin, what are you saying? Yeah. i mean you haven't talked a whole lot about it well I, I i really don't have a take on it um because i really for the past like two years i guess three years four years however long it was i was getting into like the you know craft beers and everything and like i was kind of getting into the business of it you know when i was working at brentwood and everything i was like obviously like seeing all these things and reading the news and everything. And then after that, it was like, once I started at Rivertown, it was more focused on the brewing. So I didn't really pay attention to beers anymore. Like I, that's why I said I've never really had wicked weed. 
Like I never really paid attention to anything. I just focused on the brewing and that's really all I've been doing for the past two years. So I don't really notice the business side of it, which I kind of maybe should at this point, but I've always been focused more on the brewing rather than like, oh, they sold out to so-and-so or this and that, or this release is coming out or right. blah, blah, blah. It's like, basically I just walk into Jungle Gym's like, no shit, that's out now. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm so torn on it. That, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's one of these situations because I, I started thinking about the guys up in Trenton, Ohio. You know, they've got that big Miller Coors up there. And yeah. I mean, they do 11 million barrels a year and they actually employ like 510 people. I mean, right. that is yeah. a large population right. of people. And yeah, they're part of this distribution takeover that's happening on the grander scale Miller Coors. But those are still people trying to make money you know those are right, still yeah. people trying to feed their family right and it doesn't change that so that's where for me it's there's such a conflict because those big companies while they are not here and they do have devious practices they're still employing people that maybe your neighbors you know a couple of my cool friends you know yeah. and i'm like well but you know what how does put that put it in the scale too so yeah. you said that they say 500 people they employ how many barrels per year yeah 11 million okay and then yeah. you've got a place like ryan guys to have a hundred Hundred uh, employees, 100 employees plus. and they're only brewing what sixty thousand yeah, barrels, yeah. sixty, like, to, probably so eighty or ninety you know, this if year. A, if a craft brewery, you know, a, a Sierra Nevada or a Stone or whoever these the, the, the you know New Belgium, whatever these big craft breweries as they can become. It leaps and bounds i'll take it over big beer oh yeah big beer is about that 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 machine and that efficiency and not that not to say that ryan guys to matter in places like that i don't, don't care about efficiency but you know it's it still is about that the, the community you know right the, you know the, the the beer builds community community builds beer you know that thing that the matry's kind of pushing right now it's just says I love it perfect that. it it it's just about something else right and right exactly I, I, you know nobody ever wants to say that some guy that's working at miller at budweiser up in columbus or whatever it yeah. is that they shouldn't have a job but right i'd much rather work for one of our guys down here yeah yeah no i agree i mean it, that's the that's the perfect world scenario you know yeah right um so let's run through the list real quick these are breweries that are owned by big beer okay this is and and this is a a uh, should we'll we do have, like a thumbs up thumbs down? well we'll have to d- define <laughs> what big beer means too because we'll get to some weird ones here too um of course. 10 barrel blue point breckenridge um the craft brew alliance is a 33 percent stake of kona red hook and widmer you have Devil's Backbone, Elysian, Fordham, which I've never heard of, never had, but AB and Beth owns half of it. I thought that was a college in like <laughs> New York or Pennsylvania. <laughs> Maybe they made beer too. <laughs> uh, Four Peaks, Golden Is that Road, Goose Island, Carbach, Old Dominion. So another half ownership that I don't really know anything about them. No, nope, trucking I company. Have, I thought it was a trucking one. shipping company. <laughs> yeah. And then now Wicked Weed. And of course, the, the favorite crafty one there, the Shock Top. Which Hell is a yeah. whole separate category that we give about that um, pretzel beer. <laughs> Constellation Brands owns Ballast Point, and I don't think that they have anything else that's craft necessarily. That's, that's about all. Yeah, but, but that's a big that's a big company. I mean, Corona, Modelo, yeah. uh, Pacifico, all that kind of stuff. Or not not, yeah. not Modelo, is it? No, yeah, Modelo. I don't know. Um, and then Heineken, Heineken runs Dos Equis and um, right, you know, and uh, the, the Amstels and that kind of stuff. And, right, um, and then Lagunitas Tap, and, and I think they are starting to look at some other brands under the Lagunitas kind of flag. I guess Lagunitas is going to become the high end. I don't know how that's all going to play high out. High end craft beer. <laughs> um, Miller Coors has their 
crafty batch 19 blue moon uh, third shift that kind of stuff what do you have that tastes like blue moon they also (laughs) own crispin cider hop valley line and kugel revolver brewing saint archer terrapin um terrapin's good though i will say that yeah i mean all these beers are good that's that's the whole point no i haven't i've drinking drinking i have been drinking drinking terrapin for for quite a bit of years now and i feel like I'm a hypocrite for saying this because I just said the opposite, but their beer I don't think has changed at all. Well, they were just bought in. And, and, and like I said, yeah, I don't recent. think a lot of these breweries want to screw with what has been successful for these companies. Right. Like They just want to like, hey, you guys do your thing. What kind of money do you need for hops and malts and, and advertising? Well, I what mean, hops and malts do you want? Right. Yeah. We'll get them. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. Like, you need new equipment. Yeah. Let us buy it for It's you. not always. And then what state do you want to be in next? <laughs> yeah, and, and who, where do you want <laughs> oh, your beer Alaska? Go? Perfect. Right. We got that. You know, I mean, that's, that's the whole who thing. Wants to be in Alaska. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, there's, there's probably wicked weed. Like, yeah. why not, man? I mean, <laughs> screw it. You know, you've you've also got these little um, brewery alliances that have kind of formed the North American breweries, which is the Dundee, Genesee, Magic Hat, Portland Pyramid kind of thing, is starting to become big beer just by the very nature of of them owning all these brands and starting to build this this portfolio and pushing other brands off taps and stuff like that and using that power which I, maybe that's what it's about it's about the the power of of something that is designed to hurt other craft breweries i i, I don't know how to how to no, man, it. I think it's just business. I mean, just business. It's just business of scale, you know. And I don't think these... there's some conspiracy. Yeah, well, it's sure just, there it's is. It's just guys that are... Not, it, it, what do you mean there's not a conspiracy, though? I mean, AB InBev just, you know, it's the, uh, what is it, the 100% state of mind or whatever that they, the, you know, it's like they want their distributors to only carry, you know, Budweiser products. They, the, it's it's very much a... But a conspiracy huge... is something that is like under the radar to me. That, that What they're doing is not under the radar. Radar. It's very overt. <laughs> you know, this is not a conspiracy. This is like a straight out, like, hey, we're coming and we're coming to get your brewery and we're coming to take your industry over and, you know, good luck. Right. That's the way I kind of view their attitude towards it. Even though, yeah, there's this kind of clandestine high end group, you know. Well, and I think that's I think that's what gets me is as much as, you know, everybody if you went to you know, everybody knows that, that, that craft beer drinker that doesn't really know craft beer yet. They're just getting into it. If you went to them and said, well, you know, tell me about what you think about, you know, Budweiser and how they feel about craft beer. And they would understand that, Oh, Budweiser doesn't like craft beer. You know, they, you know, the people sipping their peach pumpkin beer that they, you know, the hoity toity, they, they Dude, don't that like Super it. Bowl commercial like two years ago that people were like up in arms about where oh, they're yeah. making fun of craft beer all the while they're like, accumulating right. these craft beer companies but like how are you going to make fun of them well it was a stroke and, of genius uh, yeah. because what that did is that, that that created a line in the sand for the traditional Budweiser drinkers where they're like yeah screw those guys drinking all that fancy stuff Budweiser's my beer and I, th- and and you know that kind of stuff is for wimps and wusses and whoever else you know that's not for me and it what it did was it polarized that because those guys don't know that Devil's Backbone's owned by Budweiser those guys don't give two shits and they're drinking Budweiser or they're drinking Miller so Budweiser's saying, hey, 
you know, here's something that will align you more with what we're saying. And so I thought that that, and I know that that commercial was very, you know, uh, a big deal, but I mean, those guys are marketing geniuses. That's what they built their business on. They have a $54 billion marketing budget a year. I mean, we're, you know, that's just absolutely insane. (laughs) You know, that's how they have built this. I mean, even from the 1940s after prohibition was over, over these companies came in, they weren't making superior beer. You know, the beer was relatively the same everywhere. It was homogenized lager, light, this and that. How did they win? They dumped all this cash into it. So they know they know what they're doing. But yeah, I thought, I mean, it looked on the surface as like, oh, wow. And me and you know, like, oh, you're a freaking hypocrite, man. But the guys that are at the bar watching that, they're like, hell yeah. You know, they don't, they're not us. And I think sometimes. And that's the whole conspiracy theory to me. Though. Yeah. It's like, okay. it's, it's that, that tricking people. It's yeah. like you are trying to make people think you are something that you're not. Yeah. If, if Anheuser-Busch as a company believed that commercial, right. they wouldn't be buying a lesion. They wouldn't be buying wicked weed. They wouldn't be. They Those guys that come company. up and uh, they say, no, I don't want an IP. I want a real beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting at Taft Ale like House. Like a man's beer. I was sitting at Taft Ale House sure. uh, and a guy walked up and he said, you know, I, I want a Bud Light. And uh, they were like, well, we don't have that. Um, but, you know, we have something comparable to that. You know, why don't you try? He's like, you don't have what? You don't have Bud Light? And he looked at this guy and he said, and he said, well, good luck with this business. And he turned around and walked out. And this is when they first opened, you know, oh and then I look at him now. And I'm like, Oh man, I wish that guy would come back in. But uh, yeah, it was great. It was great. And we, I see that all the time. And in fact, a lot of, you know, for us, you know, we're, we're an introductory to craft beer, uh, um, you know, place because a lot of people just come to visit with their friends and they want to be on the tour with another group or what have you. So we see that a lot. I mean, we see Except it for my, <laughs> yeah i mean it's rare that we get like these really enthusiastic big time craft beer drinkers i mean usually they're sprinkled in here and there a lot of times it's just you know it's bud light budweiser drinkers and we're we're, we're literally introducing them to this this craft beer world and uh you know so it, it is it's been interesting to see how how they react yeah well, it, like you said before it's like yeah uh, what tastes like bud light you know, what tastes like blue moon do you have Dude, anything I'm that's cool. super light i am totally cool <laughs> with somebody light. coming up and asking me that if like that's what you like and you're like just getting into craft beer like i'd rather you tell right, me that tell i'd rather oh yeah you tell me yeah. you normally drink bud light and i can put you towards something that is craft beer yet still light and yeah. easily drinkable <laughs> oh, yeah. rather than you just being like yeah give me the best beer you have and i give you you know my well, favorite like, well, that's beer. half the time when i'm at fibonacci yeah. and someone's like you know, like, oh, what's closest to uh, Miller Lite? And I'm like, all right, try our Here you go. And just literally pour them a glass. They're like, all right, I like this. Yeah, it's I don't cool. want you I'm to like, say, oh. like, I don't want you to say, I'll drink anything. Give me your favorite beer, and I'm giving you an Imperial IPA oh, or a I barrel. I don't like beers. Barrel <laughs> it's a barley wine. Then why'd you tell me to and pour you whatever like, I like? <laughs> and then they're like, oh, this is disgusting. Like, if you like a freaking Bud Light. Tell me you like a freaking Bud Light. That way I can give you like Jackie O's Ricky. I respect anybody that comes in and says I want to get into craft beer. I want to try craft beer. But right now I'm just not there. I will help you get there. It's going to take some time. But I can help. I mean for you guys. I mean you, you guys all sell beer, serve beer and, and make it in you know, is there any better feeling though when you pick a beer for somebody and they take it and they drink it and they're like, "Holy shit!" Oh like, yeah, the, you, you uh, see uh, that uh, light go off. Yeah, it's a <laughs> and great it's like feeling. A, you know, like for us, we'll ask. You know, hey, do you like coffee? 
Because a lot of people are like, oh, uh, I don't want dark beer. Dark beer is, is too heavy, you know. And then Flame, as soon as you get it, baby. as soon as you get them, you know, like a like a coffee opera porter or, or something like that, or yeah, an opera cream stout or something of that. Uh, those and they taste and like, oh my god! And you, you don't just like see dark this. beer, but do you like chocolate cake? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you like coffee? Yes. Like the bod moderate chocolate? <laughs> yeah. Okay, bear with me here and and try this. And when that that that's just a that, you know, there's just a feeling of joy yeah. when that for me, you know, when I see that light bulb go off and and are able to share that with people so right my yeah. favorite thing that like I, mean, feeling. I was at jungle gyms for three years so obviously i've i've had long-standing customers it's amazing how many customers i've seen that started out drinking kentucky bourbon barrel ale or kona longboard and they worked their way up to you know the ipas to the stouts kona to the sours. 32.3 percent by budweiser by the way that that's who they were making fun of in that super bowl commercial like two years ago they're like you're blah 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 and it was one of the kona beers but anyways like it's such a great feeling like you know just try this try this try this because I know your palate evolves. I know that once you try an IPA over and over and over, it's an acquired taste. I mean, we all say that. The, the Wicked Weed stuff is a perfect example. You know, we, do we all remember that first sour beer that you had? And it just... Ooh, I said I never f- can right. figure out what's happening in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. Like, what the, <laughs> the hell? beer's gone bad. I'm a girl. I've uh, had spiked. that experience uh, many a times. I didn't know what was happening in my mouth. <laughs> hey And we're going to pull that clip. <laughs> and, no, like, yeah, yeah, I was like, hey, man somebody spiked your beer with sour patch kids and wine uh i don't know what happened <laughs> yeah. there dude but then like it, it your, your palate right. changes and evolves and all of a sudden like it, there you hit that point one day you're like man i'm, I'm kind of craving that I, I need that 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 flavor again except when you work at Rivertown and pretty much do all the barrel aging stuff and have to taste lambic at seven in the morning that's when it's not fun <laughs> oh. uh, it was the worst i can't drink that early no i couldn't either you can't. Drink I had a little. I had a little like then, right? bottle of Tums I on mean, the desk back that's, there. That's, that's, beer releases that's just to like pop them when I need sour them. beer. I can't drink it all day because I. Oh, yeah. it was bad. <laughs> Half the yeah, time I'd rough. leave it noon. Like yeah, I gotta go home. Let's let's take one more quick break. Um, Sweet. We I, I want to talk about everybody's kind of things that they have going on because you guys have a lot of stuff going on because we have three guests and that's a whole lot to talk about. So three different places. That's right. We'll be right back. Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. You know, there's no need to be up tight. <laughs> beer, beer is about having fun. The dream, the dream is definitely the fact that we went from Humburg in the garage to where we are today, right? That is, that is the dream. Where we go from here, we're gonna, we're gonna continue to figure out as we grow. Uh, we uh, and we don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. Can you have more fun with your clothes on? I don't think so. <laughs> You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hey everybody, we're brought to you by Brewer's Buddy, your best friend in brewing. Brewer's Buddy is the latest homebrewing system on the market. It's a patent-pending, gravity-fed, beer homebrewing platform made affordable for anyone who loves the craft of brewing beer. It's versatile, durable, affordable, and it's safe. You can follow them at Brewer's Buddy on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and you can find out more about them at BrewersBuddy.com. Make sure you pre-order now at www.brewersbuddy.com. Brewer's Buddy, your best friend in brewing. 
This is Steve Shaw. This is Eric Bosler. Hi, my name is Gamal Nagy. Hey, y'all. This is Sean Willingham. This is Brett Coleman-Baker. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette. Hi, this is Evan Rouse. Cellar Dweller Craft Beers. Darkness Brewing. Rivertown Brewing Company. Admissible Brew Works. Urban Artifact Brewing. Blank Slate Brewing. Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. In Cincinnati. In Northside. In Hamilton, Ohio. Bellevue, Kentucky. Morrow, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast. Cincy Brewcast. And you're listening to Cincy Brewcast. The voice. The voice. The voice of Cincy Craft. We're back. <laughs> Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Our uh, bathroom break evidently wasn't long enough. <laughs> I guess that's the other downside to having a bunch of guests is that there forms a line at the uh, <laughs> the bathroom. I mean, how many beers have we tried? We tried like three beers, and they've got a. I mean, these little kids here. What are we drinking with four year olds? Amateurs. <laughs> well, we we normally try to keep the show at right about an hour or two, and we're uh, okay. we're right at that point so like science says an hour you can hold it and then i mean clearly you know an hour is just that perfect amount of time for right. for shall we drink a beer but i didn't know science said that i'll have to pass that yeah, on yeah i'm a scientist i don't know if you knew that yeah um beer scientist that's right well, i'm some kind of scientist <laughs> <laughs> my my wife i whenever uh, well it's, it's a really long story but <laughs> I oftentimes will say that I'm a scientist or a doctor or things like that at very inappropriate times. And, um, I'm not, so (laughs) (laughs) yeah, we'll have to do, we'll have to talk about that offline here. (laughs) Uh, Justin, we're back and we're all alone. Well, I'm coming. How did Amy go before you and you got back before her? Did she get distracted by a baby? That's the baby. Probably. (laughs) Most likely. Squirrel. Hey, baby. Um, well, baby. so that means you guys get to start and sure. talk about what you got going on. You know, Mike, the, the brew bus has always, um, I love what you guys do like more than I can even explain because it, like you were talking before, you get those people and it's the very beginning of that journey yeah. and you are exposing them to something in a really fun way <laughs> and then, then trying to uh, trying to get them to a few different places, see how they're all kind of the same idea, but all very different and they all have right. personalities and um, all the while instilling the personality of the tour guide in there too. And like, it's just, if anybody uh, hasn't listened to our, uh, our, our brew bus or brewcast from the brew bus, I think is what we called it. Um, I think it's volume two episode yeah, it's like sixteen or seventeen, yeah, maybe something like that. It was um, last last summer. It was it, it, it's a fun show. It kind of oh, kind of gives you it an was idea. A, it was a blast. About. Yeah, it's like the Cliff Notes version of of what we do. And it, it, you know, my brother is just an absolutely gifted tour guide. So people got to kind of hear his flair and his spiel and how he does things. And uh, you know, that's what's cool about our tours is we've got you know twelve different tour guides that all have their own personality. So at any given night, if if you book with us, you're going to get something uh, completely different and fun and, and unique and um 
that's what I love about what we do. Um, we're not just like a taxi shuttle service, you know. In other towns, when we called, when we started Brew Bus, we called literally every Brew Bus in the country and said, "How do you guys do it?" And a lot of them were just, you know, oh well, we just we just take them to the breweries and you know we we pay the brewery for the beer and that that was kind of it. And I'm like, man, what a waste that would be here in Cincinnati with so much history that we have. Why don't we fill the the dead air, so to speak, when they're driving on the bus with some history about our town? And that has really gone over incredibly well. Yeah, I've been um, on tours, two tours with your brother. Yeah, and you probably learn something each time, yeah. probably because you forget some things the first time. <laughs> I mean, there's <laughs> that's what's great about our tour. It's like that little zapper thing, you know, from the, uh, what was that movie with the... Uh, oh, uh, Men in Black. Men in Black, yeah. yeah. It's like, zoop, okay, yeah. Oh, we got to try that brew bus. Oh, yeah, we did that brew bus, didn't we? <laughs> but it's funny, you know, we, we'll have people... We've literally had people on our tour seven different times. In fact, we had one customer, they just did their seventh tour with us, and they were like, can you just come to, on the tour and drink with us? That was like the greatest thing ever for me. I'm like, yeah. So I got to finally be a participant in my own tour, and that was that was that was a lot of fun. But yeah, we, we're enjoying it. I mean, Cincy Beer has been just, Cincinnati has just been so great to us. The beer scene has been so great to us. Our breweries are just fantastic and so accommodating, and um, they've trained us on their processes, what makes them special. So we don't have to get in their way. We can kind of like hide around the corner and, and and stay out of their way as much as we can. You know, like yesterday we were at Listerman and. Um, um, you know, I kind of peek my head around the corner and there's John and John and Jared and they're, and they're brewing it up. And I'm like, okay guys, like don't disturb the brewers. <laughs> don't feed the brewers. Yeah, don't tap on the window. Well, hold on. I think there was one time when I was brewing at Rivertown when you did come back and I was like in the middle of training, like, and you're just like, Hey, and I'm like driving a yeah. forklift. Like ah. we, we, we try our best to, but we, you know, we tell the customers like, Hey, that that's part of this thing is we've got this VIP access, you know, that, that you just can't get get with a lot of the the brewery tours across the country um and uh you know we want to show people the scale a lot of the brewery tours locally there's a lot of breweries that you can go into with a brew bus and get a better tour than the brewery would give if they were giving mm-hmm. you a tour. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh, very true. Th- th- not <laughs> yeah. naming names, but that is absolutely true. A lot of them are, are, are just not used to giving tours yeah, yet, so tours. Yeah. so they're they're trying to you know do some. But but it's been fun to watch that dichotomy and, and how people have you know advanced along the way. And um, you know some of these places still give world class tours uh, on their own, but we, we just literally they literally just train us on how that works, and so we're we're able to kind of disseminate that out to the, out to the crowd and you know and then and then we've just seen just this epic growth we talked to the i talked to the guys the other day and uh you know we've watched 30 breweries open up since we've opened when we opened up our our brew tours we had eight breweries (laughs) breweries <laughs> so it was like really easy to, f- to pick out which you breweries we're going to <laughs> yeah yeah like every other week man right, this bus goes here this bus goes here <laughs> we're just rotating 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 and uh you know now it's like you look at our our since the original tour which is the one we like to try to rotate through as many as possible um in, in sort of the middle and south and, and and a little bit north um and it's literally like a five-week turn now um with and we're adding another route here soon with uh you know march 1st just opened uh queen city uh the queen city brewery of cincinnati um you know hopefully we can connect with the new guys like fretboard is, is right fretboard, right fretboard and sonder and uh narrow path and the little miami guys and so we're gonna have like a whole nother and, and then of course we've always wanted to go to um cellar dweller and it, it they just not had anything up there logistically where it made sense for us to take that hike you know but now they do i mean right. you can 
can do, you could literally do narrow path. Dude, you should uh, March do like 1st. a beer and wine and cellar dweller would be perfect oh, for that. Yeah, cellar yeah. dweller and valley vendors. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Um, the, the, their beer is so good. And you know, we love, we love what they do up there. It's just been, it's been hard to coordinate that. Now our wine wagon goes there every single week, <laughs> yeah. right. you know, but, but, but um, the, the beer tour doesn't. So, uh, but yeah, I'm really excited because we just connected with the guys over at March 1st. And if you guys haven't checked this place out, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, they got their stuff together. What you were telling me it about, is, right? It oh, yeah. is yeah. super yeah. neat to see someone come out and be dedicated to lager beer like they are and different stuff like cider and, and distilling and um, the ability that they are going to have um, to not only for quality assurance because they distill, but for just the future for those guys. I'm really excited to have people come on the tour and take people out there. And the same thing with the Queen City Brewery of Cincinnati. Completely different model, um, but uh, really neat tap room. Uh, those guys are, are uh, you know, working their way through everything. They're growing. They've got new fermenters. And, you know, just to see all of that. Right. It, it's just been incredible. And for me personally, getting to go out and meet all these guys and, and see where they've come since the beginning, it's, it's just been fun. It's just a blast. Well, it's, it's scary to think, you know, when you look at um, within, you know, those, those four or five years, how much things have grown, like to try to look and think about what it's going to look like in five years and 10 years and 20 years, you know, it's, it's there. It, it's, it's mind boggling to think about what yeah. Cincinnati is going to look like. Right. Yeah. Like we, we started in November, we started a Northern uh, tour. It's really kind of the Butler County brew bus or the Saturday night tour, which if you had said, you know, two years ago, oh, we're going to do a Butler County tour. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're going to be a brewery up there. Yeah. 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 And I'll tell you, you know, that tour is just incredibly popular. People love it. I mean, they all are just really charming, really fun places, you know, sorry, and, Dogberry, two and a half years ago. If you had said that, nobody would believe it. Right. 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 <laughs> I wanted to ask you, like, I hate to interrupt, but no, my mom good. was just on the phone with me the other day, and they lived, like, right behind Dogberry, and they're like, we were passing by there on Saturday night and there was nothing going on. They weren't open. Like what's going on with them? Did they close? And I know you're a big advocate for oh, yeah. them. So, so what, yeah, they, they closed because they're opening their new location. That's what I said. I said, if they like close for good, then I would hear about that. Did they like leave they, their, their day jobs and they're going to open full time? They had, no, they, they'd never had day jobs oh, with okay. what they were doing. So uh, to put it, easiest way possible so they had their new space and they were working on that and getting it all put together once the license came through on the new space legally they aren't allowed to have the old space anymore there are a couple breweries that have or i guess i shouldn't say a couple i'm, I'm gonna throw people under the bus here there are breweries that kind of ignored that a little bit with what they were doing and just said you know what if we get the fine we get the fine and we'll just deal with it yeah they couldn't do that because they're so, so small. small um they just announced the other day to the people that signed up for there, they did a mug club where you get an exclusive party for right before they open. The mug club party is in a couple weeks, so their grand reopening should, I'm, I'm thinking this month. Cool. So it's, cool. it is, it's closer to... Um, like I said, if I didn't ask center. now, then I knew I was going to forget to ask you're, altogether. You're still going to forget to tell her the answer. Of course you will. <laughs> 
Anyway, I, we talked about that. And I can't remember the answer. I can't remember what he told me about him. Not yet. So. Maybe by the end of this, and I would have forgot. Um, <laughs> no, we're excited because that's going to be the you know, you know, we're going to be able to do rotate in you know, folks because we'll have Dogberry and Fig Leaf and Municipal and Rivertown, and right. so that that for us is really and there's a, awesome. Another, we love Dogberry. Another one that just finally got their license put in to get approval in Middletown up there. Yeah, the, the mill, uh, the, the mill, thing, yeah, uh, mill, whatever. I can't remember. Mill River, something, something like mill that? brewery. Yeah, yeah mill, which, yeah. which factory. Again, yeah. we're going off on this other tangent now, but they are going to have all gluten free beer. It's just oh. absolutely no wheat, no rye, no, 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 no barley, none of that. So one of the guys I work I with is silly, has celiac. Isn't that what it has? Celiac? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. So he'd be super stoked about that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that that we. we yeah, thank you for that mention. Uh, we we actually uh, get that question all the time. Yeah. I mean, you know, so places like Rheingeist and um, Matry and other folks that are that are you know dabbling in, in you know full production of ciders. It's been nice to have an option for our gluten uh, intolerant folks. Those gluten intolerant folks. Yeah, they're everywhere. Damn, damn them. <laughs> I don't pass judgment, man. I mean, whatever. I- I'm cool with the people. Obviously, I have to I'm be cool with, with the people the that actually do it because, like, they've got health problems right. yeah. to where they right. literally cannot tolerate it. But those people that think it's like a healthy, trendy thing right now, like, <laughs> I've got a lot of server friends. You were giving them a hard time. Like, can I get some French fries? Like. Um, that has gluten in it. Yeah, but not like a lot of gluten. Like, you <laughs> what about lactose intolerance? There's lactose in like so many beers, and I'm yeah. lactose intolerant. Yeah, and that's dangerous. I mean, we we've been on tours before, and they're like, I'm giving yeah, out beer on a tour, a and get let them try stuff, and they're like, does this have lactose in it? I'm like, oh man, you're gonna pop open like you know, uh, Violet Beauregard and <laughs> right. Willy Wonka, you know, like, whoosh, and then there they go, floating in outer space. Like what the you know? You should have told me Black before. Forest, like, like, does this? It literally says with lactose on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it never. The lactose and beard never bothered me. You know that I was just so excited, just like, oh, this doesn't bother me. I might have the next day, and I don't remember, but right, right, yeah. <laughs> and now my my girlfriend, my girlfriend introduced me to uh, lactate, so. Now I can just pop one of those when I drink a opera cream. No, now. I'm such a I'm such a big supporter of Cincy Brew Bus. I oh, you have you are it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, and, and that's what I love is like you guys have all just kind of all come together to to help us you know spread this good word of craft beer in this community. I mean, that's why it's my birthday. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. I, 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 I a couple times. <laughs> actually, yeah. I think my birthday was the first okay. year, and then Lauren's birthday was the second. No, it was Lauren's birthday the first year. Yeah. Then me and Lindsay's birthday the second year. Then me and Lindsay did a brew bus tour with 20 of our closest friends for yeah. this year, which yeah. all of you were invited, and none of you went on it. I was I busy. Think I was having a He's the only one that had a legit excuse. Actually, Dude, I've got three kids, man. Whatever. Like, and I've got a Henry, and he counts for two. It's actually, work. Not, Mike, <laughs> it's work. So we ended up not having that's a right, baby until right. like another like, week and a half or I something. Know. Didn't we? <laughs> I don't remember what the it was but yeah, yeah that's I always good it's definitely and way after you get that page but, and you're like two sheets to the wind you're yeah, like was, oh yeah i'll be right there man that was the perfect <laughs> birthday celebration like it was so much fun like it's so cool like bobby from 50 west like knew that i was doing that for my my birthday brew bus so he personally came down and did like a q a with like the brew bus people um me and Lindsay just had so much fun the, the brew buses are awesome i it's just it 
even if you are like a craft beer geek and you've been to every brewery, even if you've been to every brewery that's on that tour, like it's still fun to go and like yeah. just right. that, so that yeah. it, it, you know it, it, it changes so. up kind of the way you experience the brewery too. Yeah. I feel like Mike might get annoyed with like because a lot of people call if they're my friends like doing the brewery tours they're like you know mike like could you get me a discount i think it depends like the time of year like does he <laughs> yeah yeah no I, it doesn't bother me at all you know we 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 do everything we can i mean i know a lot of people you know we try to we we try to you know do some fundraising stuff too here and there so it's hard you know to keep that balance of, yeah. of things with with running the business and you certainly don't want to give everything away and it's getting so big like you just, you just can't do that anymore no no it's, we, we don't want them to have to slap a big anheuser stop sticker throwing on the side that's right <laughs> yeah stop throwing my AB and Beth is, uh, they've knocked on our door a few times uh we've just been really against those uh six we've and been, seven fingers. i don't even tell them like we've been thinking about it but, yeah. if you can get a discount yeah, we told them piss off you're not a craft beer company <laughs> people already you're know evil. like amy you've been on like can't have my bus 50 brew buses i'm like what's three but yeah <laughs> but like Same you way. know they'll see us talking on facebook and stuff like that and be like oh amy's friends with like mike i've been wanting to do a brew bus tour like maybe if i throw her name out there stop doing that people <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, you know, and I'll just throw this out there. And there's a lot of craft beer people that, that, that watch the show and listen to the show. You know, we're always looking for folks that are, are passionate about craft beer, that want to learn about the history of brewing in Cincinnati, um, that are good with people and are interested in becoming tour guides within the organization. So um, we're expanding quickly. You know, we're going to be covering a lot of areas soon and we're growing fast and we're, we're looking for some folks. So if you're out there and you, you've got a Saturday to spend, or a Sunday to spare, you know, let let us know. Uh, email me at uh, stoked at cincybrewbus.com or call me and uh, shoot me your resume or whatever else. We can sit down and, and we'll, we'll talk over a beer and, you know, hopefully we can get you guys on board. Don't get drunk, though. Yeah, we, th there is a quite, there is like a test within the test. So just so you know, <laughs> you will be fed beer at that? the interview. And how three? you react to the beer is going to probably way years ago way on how our decision ago. goes. Did you guys ever hear that story? No, I have not. I, I kind of want to hear this now. Uh, Let's hear it. I. <laughs> Oh, I've been friends with Mike for a while, like I said, and uh, he was interested in me coming to work for him. This, like I said, like three years ago. Yeah. I don't want to tell it secrets, but uh, let's just say I thought the interview was over. I thought it was just some old friends like knocking back some beers. I got I got pretty drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you were drunk after the first beer. It's not true. True. <laughs> <laughs> I had literally just gotten off work and I hadn't eaten that day. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So here I'm we go. Here we go. Wind I'm it back. Pretty sure I was on some like antibiotics. <laughs> and, and and to, to be uh, clear, yeah. that wasn't the reason. I probably slept like intolerant. two hours that day. <laughs> yeah, throw that out again. I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> I drank a. I can't drink gluten free. No, but it was just funny because. But how many uh, times after that have I asked you? Come on. But but his brother Matt was like, Amy, Mike said you got trashed in the interview. Like the interview was over. It was over at yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those, well, those good good memories though. Yeah, funny. absolutely. <laughs> so, moving over to your side of the table, you know we we've talked about it a little bit. Tell people what you're doing now. 
I, why you're doing what you do now i'm at leveling cappies now um the staff has just been amazing before i even started working there like i spent a little bit of time with them like you know when we were talking about me moving over to them and and the timing just wasn't right <laughs> timing just wasn't right and you know everything kind of fell into place just perfectly i've been there just selling much two days now <laughs> um but i've actually i've caught on to a lot of stuff uh sarah over at cappy's has been amazing um she is teaching me everything that she knows i'm doing a lot of social media with her um you know i i did twitter all by myself today <laughs> I, hate I, did the, I hate Twitter so much. I tweeted everything <laughs> I today. <laughs> I did the holds myself today. I was super stoked. But, you know, the last two days from three to five, I'm doing what I love the most. Um, and that's picking out beers for people that come in. Like, we got 40 taps over there at Cappy's. You know, that's that's a lot. And you got a screen up there that doesn't tell you a whole lot. It's sour, stout, blah, blah. I mean, that's hard to decipher, especially with 40 tabs. Well, a lot of them breweries that some people might not know a whole lot about. So even if, I, you, even if you know beer, if you walk into a place like Cappy's, there's a line. There's people waiting. Yeah. If you walk in, you're trying to look, you're, you know, and yeah. to be able to trust that person behind the bar and say, here's what I like, here's what I don't like, find me something. And to be able to, to trust that you're getting something that... that right. And I, I feel like you're going to be used to that. I mean, especially with Cappy's. I mean, even... I mean, it's the same scenario with with Jungle and Cappies. They had the same kind of screen, so you were used to that kind of like helping people. The good thing yeah. that I find about Cappies is that there's no Kona longboard on tap. <laughs> they, that one tap. I mean, I love the brewery, but they got Jackie O's Ricky on tap. I mean. <laughs> but it was it was a Kona dig because I hate Kona longboard. Because they the, sold out. No, it's because <laughs> it's a terrible beer. Yeah. I mean, it's what about Red Stripe? Your Where's your, what's your positioning on Red Stripe? I've only had Red Stripe a couple times, and it's always beer. when I'm drunk, sitting in the sun. Like I, I <laughs> like actually, I have good. a funny Red Red Stripe story. I was walking down the street in the Outer Banks one time with my best friend, and uh, we were both holding like a, I, I think it was like a 32 ounce or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. We we're just walking down the street in North Carolina. A cop drives by. He's underage. <laughs> I'm 21, and they drive by and just wave at us. We're just walking down the street with <laughs> red stripes. In so we we got married in uh, in, uh, in in the the Outer Banks there in Emerald Isle, and mm -hmm. uh, one of my buddies came down for the wedding, and they um, well, I I don't know if they were camping at the time or if they had gotten into that's a whole other story, but um, they were they were staying somewhere, and he um, was he had left our beach house and was walking down the, the main drag to get back to wherever they were staying and you know, beer in hand he's kind of stumbling and <laughs> cop pulls over on the side of the road and she's like hey you know, and she kind of waves him over and he's oh no he kind of walks over the car <laughs> and she's like do you do you need a ride to get to where you're going and he's like yes I do <laughs> They're so cool in the Outer Banks, Honest. Whole different world. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, please. <laughs> Hold on. I think I found it. Yeah, yep. sorry to hijack you there. Yeah, okay, we were so, uh, to tell our side stories. So, Red Stripe. <laughs> okay, what are we drinking right here? Uh, it looks like Red Stripe. Looks like Red Stripe. I was in college I can't here. see. Yeah. Um, uh, little this, grenades. This um, for, was, for what am I, what am I listening. holding here? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm... 
holding some red stripe. What, what what are you doing there? Exactly. That's right. pictures worth a thousand yeah, words. Yeah. People, yeah. people can't see pictures because it's a podcast. Um, hold it up just, to Facebook. Yeah, I was so hold it up to Facebook. <laughs> I'm assuming Facebook is still running. Where, Facebook, if you're not there, I'm sorry. Going, yeah. That's that's me hammered. <laughs> some that's me stripe. hammered. That's college for me. That was college. Um, I was thin there, so I do envy that picture. <laughs> Me too. So, so I was thin you're in college. Cappies, you're doing social media, working behind the bar. Uh, you know, I'm doing a little bit of everything. Um, working behind the bar. I mean, when they need me register, I did a lot of, uh, you know, pricing. When they bring in all the inventory, checking checking stuff off. What? Stocking the shelves. I, I'm really wherever they need me, ultimately, like, I think their goal is for me to to take after Sarah and do a lot of the social media and stuff like that. Um, but right now, I'm one of those people. I want to learn every aspect of every job. Like, right. like while I'm starting out, I want to do that stocking. I want to do that, you know, inventory checking. I want to do every position there is to do there. And then I can find my niche from there. But well, so I mean, what, uh, what kind of stuff is, is what events are coming up at copies that people need to know about them? Um, I'm pretty sure it is the second weekend <laughs> in June, but there's a hop and frog like tap takeover. That's fun. And that is going to be wicked. Like if they've you've got never all been to like a tap the, takeover at Cappy's, they don't yeah. mess around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Intense. Yeah. I'm not been, it's like every I time. See okay. it every time on Facebook. I'm like, geez, man. So excited for this hop and frog takeover because as I'm sure you guys saw the Jackie O's tapless that they had. They there took for over the 40. every fucking yeah, tap. tap. It was every single tap. It was every single tap. And it's gonna be, if not almost that, like if not that, then almost that. But like rare from Hop and Frog. They've got crazy ass, crazy Are they gonna have barrel the age stuff coming in. They're gonna have every barrel age, every like different variant. Um, I do want to warn people, like, if you thought the prices for the 10 ounces and the pints of Jackie O's were bad, like, I mean, these kegs are ridiculous. Um, I mean, but with quality comes price, too. I mean, I'm so excited about that. And I'm sure there'll be the whole gamut of pricing, too, if you go in there looking (laughs) for a very reasonable pint. They're not all going to be crazy, so. And they always pull up some just ridiculous food truck, you know. I was actually going to say that, too. Street chef, those guys, I mean, it's Every time I bring along like the fact that Cappy's has sorry like the best beer in town on tap I bring along the patio is amazing especially in the summertime Um, and then those food trucks I mean everybody's loving the food trucks yeah that's nice man the last couple years they Um, they love live music set up out there yeah yeah. what's going on what's up with the parking though the parking is just like it's crazy over there dude if you go all the way back there's there's tons of parking it's It's like the canoe rental like there's behind the building there's just so much parking back there that's good to know and um um, there's so many businesses. I mean, Loveland. They're so cool. Like I was, a, I was there a couple mornings ago, and the lady literally brought over Sarah like a Cinnabon. 
<laughs> just from the little bakery next door. I'm like, how does that is awesome? Did you yeah. just give her like a, a <laughs> howler of Jackie O's dark apparition bourbon age? You know, coffee what, vanilla. What do you get with that? <laughs> you mix it in. <laughs> what is going I went to on a gas here? station over there, like grabbing a Red Bull before I went in on my first day on Monday, and there was a woman giving the guy that worked at the gas station like a cup of soup. And she's like, she was like, yeah, I made this soup. Like, I thought you'd enjoy it. And what a community. I thought it's like Pleasantville, man. I mean, I thought that was the line. I thought that was the line to check out at the gas station. So I like stood behind her and she was like, oh, were you waiting to pay out? This is the food donation. She was like, she was like, around here, we all just take care of each other. And I was like, will you take care of me? Yeah, that's awesome. It is lovely. Like, I work. Be my friend. It is a land of love. Be my friend. America's sweethearts. We're, we're not Me and Lindsay went over right? that narrow path the other day. Like after we left Cappy's, we went like Cat- it? Yeah, it's, it's, I it's had their killer. coconut porter. It was really good. But that courtyard out back oh, yeah. is just yeah, beautiful. Yeah, they had the fire going. Sweet. They had the giant Jenga, which my best friend Lindsay is obsessed with giant Jenga. Like she was like watching them play. It was a pretty intense game, but she's like, <laughs> anybody could, that watches, I could that beat is them. Pretty <laughs> I could beat them. Yeah. Yeah, the best is when we get a GE or a P&G group on a bus and, and they, they stumble upon a, a Jenga. You want to talk about a competitive group of humans and it's like taller than the building we're in by the time it's over. <laughs> I mean, I'm competitive in everything that I do. Yeah. It's just who I am. So nobody wants to challenge me to yeah, we, Jenga. We had a, a brief discussion. I was talking to a Craft Beer Joe and... Um, a couple of people online. I still have not met um, him. Craft Beer Joe, way, if you're his, listening, please, I, I want to meet you. He's a good guy. Dude, his stuff he's is awesome. I love reading his, uh, his uh, blogs. Um, but we, we were talking about um, patios and, and beer gardens because we were talking about the, the Fibonacci stuff, which um, you're next to talk about what's going on with you and the places that you um, <laughs> often dwell. Oh, I um, went a little aggressive. I thought Amy already had some. That's right. Um, no, that's plenty. You'll get none. And... Uh, we were talking about some of the uh, some of the best beer gardens around town and narrow path. I mean, like for for a smaller place that is trying to you know, figure out who they were, like they they did something right with what they've got going on. Right, really, I mean, they, they, they have a great location. location. Is yeah. everything too? Yeah, like. they have a really really great location with yeah. that back there and. I mean, it's just so spacious, too. Right, right. Yeah, so I'll tease this. I'll tease this. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking the bus starts at Cappy's. We go to Narrow Path. <laughs> go to Cappy's and get your Cinnabon first. That's right. Or your chicken They got tons of pork rinds, man. I went in the back. The pork rind selection is amazing. Uh, you get your pork rinds. You go. They you got munchies. Go to Narrow, we'll go to Narrow Path. Mm-hmm. Then we'll head over to the guys at March 1st, uh, the Queen City Brewery. We'll head up to see Steve Shaw. And then uh, we'll call it a day. And, and everybody gets back to Cappy's and eats the bearded pig uh, parked out front. Like, that just sounds amazing to me. <laughs> Can sounds I just like nice say, day. bearded pig was one of the best meals I ever had at that Jackie O's tap oh takeover I was at. Dude, I had the guys. cornbread beans and brisket, brisket mac and, and cheese, I man. literally felt my like soul melting into the ground to where <laughs> I was like, I don't need to live anymore. I don't need this. Oh, Whoa, Caleb is right. Caleb's the man when it comes oh, yeah. to the brisket and everything. Yeah, Even Holmberg. He's, he's a genius. Like a, gosh, I saw the, the, the stuff he built out for his beer. <laughs> yeah, kit. for his Holmberg. That was amazing. Yeah. They were out Great of that Holmberg. brisket mac and cheese, which I really wanted though. Yeah, it gave me some early. That's the thing about barbecue, man. You gotta get it fast. Yeah, that's right. Especially with the bearded pig. It's gone. It was it's gone. gone. You gotta, you gotta get it like that. So on point. So, Justin, 
all of your many places that you Shit. exist here in Cincinnati. What, <laughs> right? Like what kinds of things? I mean, obviously, you are Fibonacci. You know, that's that's. Yeah, there are a lot of people are are seeing you right now. Yeah. But um, I get, you know, I, I don't think uh, Bob and Betty would would what's be upset with you. Um, uh, plug in the the new thing that you're part of. No, here. no, they're 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 very. Uh, Bob and Betty have always been really like accepting of me going anywhere even when i was at rivertown they were super cool with it um but i'll talk a little bit about fibonacci right now what we're doing stuff like that um right now we we just acquired bees so we got beehives right now um which uh <laughs> sounds terrifying we acquired bees i, we I know acquired bees. i know a i was like i've not heard of that brewery that's why what? i'm laughing right now like yeah. you me the funniest stories and that's why when he mentioned the bees like i just started laughing yeah it, i'm like it, oh fibonacci's uh, buying people out now yeah they got the bees brewery uh down there yeah so, they got bees brewery so we acquired bees on the bees buffet you know, oh, that's, yeah. oh that's so good let's go yeah. next oh man <laughs> all right everyone uh, let's wrap it up let's go to bees yeah. what, a, what a marriage made in heaven so for 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 the Fibonacci stuff, I did put out a post this morning to yeah. just kind of all the craziness that's happening. Yeah, which there. I'm yeah. I'm kind of glad you did this morning because uh, I can't really cover it all <laughs> because a lot to talk yeah, about. well it's it's you know I, I work one day a week there and I've been very busy myself doing other things with other breweries, obviously which I'll get into. Um, but uh, yeah, so we just acquired bees. Um, you know, we got those hives going, which will eventually we'll get into using the honey from the bees in our beers obviously I, I heard a couple of the uh, the fun ideas that betty's kind of working on with the honey too yeah and that's that's her whole stuff. concoction but she can that's that's her own I thing I don't, yeah. I don't think she wants me to talk about it yet but uh, yeah it's cool <laughs> <laughs> well yeah yeah so i talked to her beforehand and i was like what should i talk about like i was like i know a lot about fibonacci obviously but like i don't i don't know what i should talk about well the, she's the, like talk about the bees the beer garden is getting really close to finally being open. yeah so the beer garden is uh is getting there if the feds would come right. through and not the actual feds, but you know, right. Federal will come through and actually allow us. Uh, and, uh, that's, that's getting close. I mean, we're hitting our second birthday. So, I mean, we're, we're getting close to that one. Um, <coughs> July 15th is when we're going to have our, our, uh, our birthday. So, um, you know, we're still deciding on what musicians we're going to do, what beers we're going to do, uh, everything. I mean, it's going to be a big party. I mean, last year's was ginormous. I mean, it was, I was working the morning that day and I was just like, man, I didn't realize this many people <laughs> right. would come. And I mean, I, I was there for the opening as well. You know, I, I've seen it every single year and it's just kind of crazy. Like just to think that small little tiny brewery could, you know, well, host that many people and that many people will come. And, you know, even with brew bus, you know? Oh yeah. They, yeah it's, it's adorable. Place. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's that, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cute. We, we talk about it all the time. We love it. Um, it's sort of our, been our kind of like default neighborhood brewery and, and, you know, we live up here in Fairfield, but, um, we just love the atmosphere. We, you know, we like the idea that there's no TVs in there. It just is kind of <laughs> like, uh, yeah. you know, and, and I know that they've tossed around the idea of putting in there and if they do, that's great. I mean, yeah. but uh, well, it, it's got that feel like, you know, it's like an old school kind of go, in and everybody's talking and it's been yeah, the it's, most incredible part of it is every time i go in there there's families and there's community mm -hmm, and everybody yeah. is rallying around this place and right yeah you know i, I think it's great i think it's awesome i, I actually do have We've a funny out there before oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i almost drove you home one night remember that yeah, when your, your phone died and your your uber uh yeah yep. you couldn't contact your uber right. i decided to drive you home yeah yeah me and justin um, have had some good long talks there oh yeah the many after. long talks yeah <laughs> well 
Fermentation space has almost doubled. Yeah. So Hours have almost doubled. Yeah. The so, staff grows every time I think I go. Yeah, in pretty much. Yeah. Being hired. Yeah. Well, well I was at the Listerman release on Saturday and this guy that, you know, came in the week before and him and his fiance were in there and like, you know, they were like, oh, you know, we love this place. And she used to come in on Thursdays when I'd work and all that stuff. And was he'd that the, come the in. couple that was there the day that I was there? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think they were there. Were they the ones in line with us, like at the very front? Yeah. The, the man and the woman. Mm-hmm. Man and a woman. Yeah, yeah they right. were right there yeah. at the front, yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, he came up to me. He was like, yeah, yeah, we're co-workers now. I was like, wait, what? Which place? <laughs> like, oh, we're at Fibonacci now. I'm like, oh, nice. <laughs> the no, yeah. The, the so. nomad. The Cincinnati nomad. The last right. time that I what was place? In, Which in, place? in Fibonacci, uh, Justin was there by himself behind the bar. It was just a real chill kind of kind of afternoon. And then we saw your brew bus pull up. <laughs> and I don't think that Bob and Betty were anticipating it for like another half hour or something like that. Oh, wow. And oh, yeah. just, that's just, where kudos game. If you're out there, uh, team, uh, to be on time early, just, woo! I love y'all. Justin did. <laughs> right. Ten quick jumping jacks stretched a little bit and he he, he nailed uh, that bus. Like a oh, spider man, monkey. Was, <laughs> it was impressive. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I've got it down pat. After almost two years, I... I've got a top <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't realize it's been two years. That's great, man. Yeah. Yeah. So there's since the beginning. The other place that you have been yeah, devoting all of your, your spare wee, time. Wee, wee. Uh, <laughs> Dan, if we're watching this, Nano. <laughs> That's what he wanted me to say. Um, just that? But uh, yeah, just that. Um, but uh, yeah, I've, um, so I am now the brewer of uh, Swine City Brewing, uh, which we are not open up yet. Uh, we are almost there a couple months out i don't really want to say a certain date because we really don't know um we all know how that works with with breweries yeah (laughs) but um yeah we're uh we're getting really close we're you know we're we're hitting it and it's uh i think it's kind of almost sentimental almost like it, it hits my heart I almost want to cry a little bit. I'm going to uh, cry, like, thinking about it. Like, you're it one of my best ready. friends. Like, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, and it's kind of a, a, a big experience, especially because, like, you know, it's it. I'm only 26 years old, and uh, I didn't really think I'd be, like, helping start this brewery and everything, you know, at, at such a young age. You know, I, I started brewing when I was 22, 23, and now I'm, you know, here, like, helping open this, up this brewery. And, um, you know, just every day just working super hard like you know even there some days sundays when you know i have an off day i'm just there throwing away trash just helping out every day wait wait Throwing throwing away trash yeah white trash (laughs) white trash (laughs) (laughs) you know white trash comes out of the fence i got to throw them out you you were snapping me today like it looked like white trash like it was white (laughs) oh yeah trash yeah, there, there's some trash in there, but white we... Trash. White trash. <laughs> but yeah, it's I mean, just... Really, I, I live in Fairfield, so the, the, you can throw the Hamilton jokes right, out there, there you want. Yeah, there's sorry, a... There's a <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Hamilton <laughs> and Butler County. <laughs> everywhere in the surrounding area. Um, but yeah, it, it's been a cool experience, and you know we're getting super close. Um, hopefully, we'll you know have some brew buses there. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, we can't yeah. wait. We can't I mean, wait. That's going to be like a, just an I mean, awesome leg of the Butler County brew bus. It's actually hilarious, because Mike was there the the day that we were getting our uh, our brewing equipment in. You yeah. saw them on the screen. And yeah. I was like pulling the forklift in like legitimately 
like pulling out our brew kettle yes. as like you just drive by and honk and like no, i was not honking i was like i'm not doing anything i don't want them to drop that like that like, is a I'm very pulling important it thing that they have there i'm not sure which thing it is and i feel like it's shiny and it's a big box it was here, like, you honked because i was like in the, but i was like hey, i was in the moment hey and like <laughs> and i heard, was like yeah i was just like yeah and i'm pulling out the thing like, <laughs> i found oh, his hands I should up probably focus like, whoa whoa <laughs> get back yeah yeah because uh, my son was with me he's five and he just loves that stuff and he's like oh look at that dad yeah. that is so cool like <laughs> yeah it was a don't scream like that is our future of here in fairfield why well, we so need that <laughs> thank you well and that's like those of us that do live here in fairfield like this has been a long time coming to finally yeah. get this happening yeah I, there's been kind of rumblings for a real long time people throwing the name around knowing that it's there but not you know dan didn't want to talk about well, it for it, a long time oh, yeah, yeah dan didn't want to talk about it and you know it was funny because i've known dan for years like back when I was working at Starbucks, he would come in all the time. And he actually, it's a funny story because I, I mentioned this a uh, couple, uh, couple weeks ago. And uh, one day he came in, he came to the drive-thru and, you know, I was 21 at the time and just started drinking beer. Like, you know, I wasn't even a craft beer yet. Like Sierra Nevada Pale Ale was like fancy to me. And uh, so he came in and he asked the, the lady working the drive-thru, hey, do you, do you guys like beer? And she went, oh, he does. And I was like, yeah, I love beer. <laughs> and he was like, here, have this sticker. And he gave me a spiteful brewing sticker. And I was like, this is awesome. And I think that was when we really connected. And like, you know, I, I got to see him. Like he would come in all the time. And uh, we'd talk every now and again and stuff like that. And I put it on my car and I mentioned it to him a couple weeks ago. He goes, man, I remember that. <laughs> I was, And he actually That's gave me cool. another spiteful sticker because I, I sold that car. And I wanted that sticker back because it was the only one I wanted. It was my spiteful sticker. And I didn't know if I'd ever get one back. But he gave me another one. He's like, I got a bunch, man. It's like, I have one. But yeah, me and Dan are like really... I think the reason me and Dan work together so well is because we're really culturally like the same. Like we could joke around as much as we want, but we still like get our jobs done. And like, we really are super serious about it. And, and, you know, it's, it's just basically, you know, days when he's like, you know, I, I got stuff going on. I'm like, dude, I got it. Like, I'll go up. I'll, I'll do whatever you need. Like I put all our fermenters together. Like, you know, we've had some hiccups here and there. Like once we got the tanks in, like that was kind of like the, the moment where we were just like, Holy shit. Like this is happening. Right. Like, like we're almost there. Like, and now construction's going on right now. And, and I think that's really like the, the, the biggest point for us where it's just like, Holy shit. Like we're that close. Like, like we can almost see it. Like, it's literally the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm so excited for you. I'm yeah. so excited. And it, it's, you it's been every just a bit of it. Thank you. I mean, I mean, it's been a great experience, and it's just almost in all. Well, like, you could bring so much value to it. You know, you've yeah. seen. I mean, Rivertown is like a. They're in seven states. You know, I mean, right. like Dominican Republic and or whatever else. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever. Yeah, Virginia. Whatever. But you you you've been on that mass production side, and, and yeah, and then you've also seen the small side. So you've yeah. seen the, the Fibonacci side, and now you guys kind of have somewhere something somewhere in the middle. So you yeah, can, you can really so add I, a ton I've, of value to. Yeah, that I've added. I've been on both sides. I've been super tiny like a little bit more tiny and then like bigger scale and then yeah. like now we're kind of in the happy medium which is really cool you're also just so humble you're so like passionate and motivated like you know you've talked to me like <laughs> watching like dollar. <laughs> that explains it I, I'm, but, like you've I'm talked very... to me like about like watching like the the brewing doc documentary yeah like crafting a nation like, yeah literally getting tears in your eyes yeah and that's actually it was funny today because uh right before i came here 
which I don't know if anyone can see on the uh, Facebook. I'm I wore my white shirt, and uh, I shouldn't have done that because I was huh. I'm right here, and I can't even tell it's dirty. Well, I, I have some stains on it, but whatever. Um, but, yeah, I was legitimately, like, five minutes before I came here, I was literally pulling weeds out of our, you know, the front of the brewery nice. just to get it done. Yeah. I was throwing away, you know, pieces of wood and, like, random stuff that was out back. And Chasing off the white trash. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I think everybody, everybody always wants to know, like, you're 26. Why, why people? What is peepaw, man? Okay. <laughs> I've heard this. Pints with peepaw. No, I've heard it too. Pint, yeah, but pints people with people are dying my, to know. Yeah, my Instagram name, whatever. Um, so the name peepaw actually comes from uh, back when I was around 19, 20 years old. Um, so. You don't have to whisper. That was very subtle. You can crack this one open. Can we drink more beer? <laughs> can we drink beer? Please. Anyway, so uh, I was uh, I was around 19, 20 years old. It was the first place I ever moved out, you know, on my own. And uh, I was in Green Hills. Did you already have that one? Yeah, oh. that's not what I was I want this one. It's the same I don't one. want to I interrupt you. Um, talk. Okay. Um, so anyway, yeah, I, uh, I lived in my own place. And one of my buddies who I hadn't seen in like, like two years or something like that. Um, the Wicked Weed. See, you're whispering too. You're whispering. Um, Try not to interrupt the guy. But uh, I asked ask the question. <laughs> We're having a sentimental moment. Um, God. As long but, uh, as he keeps talking, I can I can edit all that out. <laughs> Just everybody drink, everybody talk. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Oh, you're just like confusing a, Facebook is all you're right. Yeah, you're a magician. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait, wait, which one are we listening to? Um, anyway, so yeah, I uh, so I hadn't seen my buddy in like two years, and he walks into my house and it's like 10 o'clock in the morning and everything. And I'm sitting there listening to, listening to jazz records. I've got my cardigan sweater on, uh, read, reading the newspaper, drinking a cup of coffee. And he looks at me and my hair's a little bit longer at the time. And he goes, geez, old Pete, Justin, man, you're kind of looking like people now. <laughs> and I was like, I guess so. <laughs> I was like, yeah, a little bit. And he goes, I'm going to call you people from now on. And so that literally carried on for me and my good friends and then it kind of carried on from everywhere else so well i like almost never call you justin you sometimes call me J-Dog. i'll call you people but mostly i call you j-dog and it's hit or miss with everyone too so and did you guys talk about your relationship yet to everybody let them know that you're what beerst friends we're beerst friends we're beerst friends forever yeah beerst friends forever we've i uh, still am impressed with the fact that you just like thought of that on the spot one day oh yeah why? Because I'm not that creative. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ooh. Boy. We're the beers friends ever. <laughs> no, uh, we will be collaborating. Yeah. One of these days. Well, I wouldn't say it's going to be like in the I'm going to think of an idea and then he's going to brew it. That's and so, by yeah. the way, I, I've had the a- Avis. Avis? Yeah, Avis. Delicious. Thank you. And I went up to Rivertown to get 
your when you brewed that what was it called it was something else the first time people's farmhouse ale yeah the farmhouse and it ran out in 15 minutes yeah <laughs> i think it was hell, actually 12 man. that's awesome well, they brewed like a, a three like well we brewed a, a five gallon barrel batch. i think somebody a had been drinking a little barrel. before it was on that <laughs> 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 quote unquote yes the, the, that's it and the no, and the gnome comes clean <laughs> well that's because every time i went I, we kept it in the quarter had a penny keg on it and i was like hey you want to try some like here try this all right try this and then uh he was just so excited <laughs> <laughs> the marketing director was like, hey, do you want to have like a Tuesday tapping? And I'm like, shit, sure. We got up there, we're like, I think uh, we got left. <laughs> I want people's beer. They're like, too bad. <laughs> Don't care. It's yeah. gone. Here's some soulless. <laughs> okay. Have some soulless. <laughs> Maybe a diversion. Close enough. <laughs> well, guys, yeah. we are pushing a two-hour show shit um, damn it is there Piss. anything else that you want the entire universe to know that they don't know i know i'm a bad chugger i know i am <laughs> so entire universe she knows she's you a bad do chugger. not have to comment that's the and humor tell me that so stop doing that cool <laughs> yeah i will now that you said that, I'm... <laughs> Justin, you're worse than I am. That's true. You've that's had videos that have lasted like seven minutes before. That's true. And that's why I don't chug that often. <laughs> it still counts. It's still a chug. Are we going I to these so. after this? <laughs> no, we're going to Pearl's. Yeah, if I could, I mean, I I just like to say thanks to the whole community, the beer yeah. community here in Cincinnati, and uh, to some of my closest beer friends for joining in tonight. It's been a lot of fun. Ooh. Thank you for inviting me, Andrew. Absolutely. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, no, 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 Jeez, guys. Yeah. Okay, edit that one <laughs> I out. I was going to do that at some point. We love. Uh, we you know. Thank you, Narlene. We're very appreciative of everybody's support in the communities. That's all. The gnome. It's yeah. It's exciting to think about what what what's in store for, for everything in the near future so yeah um and thanks I guess, y'all i guess we should disclose that uh since brew bus is now a sponsor of since brewcast that is true um, oh, yeah. so now we're going to record a commercial as soon as the show is over so <laughs> somebody else get <laughs> thank you guys very much for coming on um everybody on facebook if you're still sticking around thank you very much and um everybody share the show keep listening since brewcast this is since craft cheers Woo.